Throw Gang, we are joined by the media mommy. She got that dog mom in her. The Virginia Beach bad bitch. Yeah, she's getting laid, laid off. <laughs> Your top stunk, she pop punk. The emo money, emo problems princess. You rinsed, she severance. Oh, you're a media mogul? How about you mo gulp these nuts? <laughs> She a free agent, call her Shohei Hotani. She got her roster, that's the real AV club. Call her Raf because she dropped the climb. She must be a mid-90s TV sitcom centered around the lives of six New York City African-American friends living in a brownstone in Prospect Heights, Brooklyn, because she's living single. Oh, you like Queen Latifah? How you about you, Queen Latifah? Fuck out of here with these fuckboys. Alyssa Ving and Alyssa, how the hell are you? Oh my God, I'm great now. Thank you. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I need a cigarette. Bro. I know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Alyssa, darling, how are you? Uh, uh, filled with regret, but otherwise great. It's been one minute, not even. No, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me back. It's been a while. It's been a very uh, oft requested episode. Oh, really? The queen is back. So (laughs) the bitch is back. And we had to wait until a bitch. It's okay. I'll do it myself. We had to wait until you had so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's been almost four years wow. since I've been on the pod. You're the fifth episode of Throwing Fits. That's it up. fucking wow. crazy. The fifth, the so is that like episode. 20, wait, no. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Okay. But before uh, COVID, but, right? And or also, no. I was yeah. on the yeah. prior project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. We were yeah. on the Fashionista pod as well. Yes. Um, I don't think that's the thing anymore. RIP. Um, is that yeah. Okay. It's still trucking. I miss but no, that place. But no podcast. No podcast. Um, well, when the but talent yeah. leaves, who's going to host it? <laughs> I don't um, know. But yeah, I've lived many lives since I was here and last. We're here to talk about all of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we want to catch up because we have so much to cover. But before we do, let's do a little fit check, Alyssa. Okay. And the choice for you is we do like to start top down or bottom up. The choice is yours. Um, I forget which one means I'm a cop. <laughs> you have a 50% chance. So all go right. for it. Uh, let's go top down. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-oh. Mrs. Well, Officer. Yeah. <laughs> wee, okay. wee, wee. Uh, off to a great start here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing an Ann Daughter sweater cardigan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Very this festive. is a Le Mer Uniqlo t shirt. Uniqlo U. Uniqlo U. Mm-hmm. What about the big old okay. coat? Uh, the big coat, uh, Michelle Waugh. It's from a few years ago. It's a beautiful coat. When we were descending um, the staircase after taking our gorgeous rooftop flick, it was like dragging behind you. I know. It's You're very like, dramatic. It. I know. It's like a queen, dude. I got my Cartier watch Ooh, on. Um, and then I'm wearing Nell Atelier jeans. It's a new brand. It's launching this week oh, for okay. petite ladies oh. who are under 5'4", like me. And then I have my Proenza Schooler platforms. What which, about the socks? I don't know who makes these socks. What about the rings? What about the earrings? Um, the ring and the earrings are Jay Hannah. This ring is Catbird. I think that's it. I think what it covers about the it. Bra panties. Yeah. The good uh, shit. I'm wearing a cup bra. Okay. Oh, nice. I don't know what my I've panties seen them are. I'm sorry. I want to see you pee. Yeah. And a cup bra and panties are. I don't un- know. Unknown. Unknown. <laughs> sorry. Use your imagination, kids. <laughs> Stop, it, <Lawrence. laughs> Stop it. And you're sipping on a Coke Zero I like am. Raph after dropping the Klein. Yeah, <laughs> that's a glass of green points finest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fit check, drink check, complete. Let's Alyssa, do it. Mm-hmm. was 2023 the worst year of your life? No. Second worst. No. <laughs> Third worst. No. 2023 has oh. been pretty good. We up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. We've uh, we've had some setbacks. Okay. Right. Um, I will just go put it out there. I got laid off from my job mm-hmm. um, in September 
that was not fun, but you made it 75% of the way through. Yeah. Yeah. And also I just feel like in the grand scheme of shitty things that have happened to me in the last decade, it's not really either. minor setbacks <laughs> for setting you up for a major comeback. That's dude. What, yeah. And that's kind of why I wanted to come back today. Also, like I think that the smart thing to do when you do get laid off is to an end and also break up similarly is like announce it to the world or let it be known. So yeah. That people know that you're a free agent like Shohei Hotani. <laughs> what was the first thing that went through your head, though, when you got the axe? Um, it's a good question because I was kind of in a daze when it happened. I don't know if either of you have you've been laid off, right? Yeah. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> I was I've had, a, I've had a pushed out thing, um, yeah. but I don't know if, as far as like literally getting the guillotine. You know, mm. you know, uh, give us free. I was damn. I should have made that. Quote. I was blindsided. <laughs> did not see it coming. It was on the last day of. Well, it was two days after the last day of New York Fashion Week. So I had just done like the oh, whole Fashion Week come thing. On. They should have let laid you off before Fashion Week. Then you could have. I'm fucking kind of chilled. glad that they. You know, held out one I last feel like, ride. Yeah, one last ride. Well, no. for, I'm going to take a little breather, but right. um, it was it was a mind fuck for sure. Um, and look, I understand it's not personal company shift strategy all the time, but it took a toll on my confidence. Mm. Obviously, okay. I was very um, you know, embarrassed. Really? Yeah. Like for yourself? Yeah. Or? I know. I know. They these are things. Are, these are things I work on in therapy. So right, right. you know, I just it felt like it was a reflection on me, um, and it took me a couple of weeks to push past that. Um, but once I did, I f- I feel free. Mm. I feel great. I the feel lighter. Yeah, and I feel like you, you know, for Tato, you're free like a bird. I am, and like I know you're going to get into this, but um, I also got divorced since the last time I came on the pod and I this feel year? no, I got divorced in 2020. Okay. So that's yeah. been a little bit of time, but, um, major I life changes. Say though, that, yeah. I the mean, twenties are off. The, <laughs> yeah, I know. Start um, I would say that they both similarly affected my confidence in different ways. Um, oh my the God, divor- imagine if you hadn't gotten divorced and had to go through pandemic. Oh, I mean, we can talk about this later, but like part <laughs> of the reason I left, my marriage when I did was because we were stuck in that apartment together. I was God. like, this is, this had to happen. It wasn't a pandemic divorce, but the pandemic definitely exacerbated it. Mm. Um, okay, to the, Miami. Writing, the writing yeah. was on the wall. Yes. Um, Wait, would you say, okay, you're talking about all these things affecting your confidence. Would yeah. you say that your cruising altitude normally is as like a very confident person? <sighs> I wish I could say yes to that. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm a little sheepish uh, generally. And for whatever reason, I'm not as confident in myself often as I should. Um, the most confident I've ever felt at work was at Fashionista. Um, and I feel like it's because... You're the boss bitch. But also, um, yes, we all were like very clearly on the same team. Right? Building something together yeah. from the ground up. Yeah. And cool. I feel like that's a rare thing to find in a work environment, especially like a corporate one. Um, no, uh, I was. Excuse me, bitches. You said that, not me. Um, like a I'm cor- not on camera here. Um, a corporate environment. So sure. um, yeah, I it really took a toll. And again, like I think subconsciously I saw it coming not necessarily like my job but obviously digital media in the last five or so years has been a a real roller coaster yeah so i was like i'm not special i'm you know i think anybody who thinks they are safe and irreplacable (laughs) is showing like (laughs) 
a really dangerous <laughs> level of hubris. That's honestly what I think. What has been, and just off the top, if you could think of anything, what's been a confidence booster for you when you've kind of hit these kind of valleys of self-worth? You know, I would say that I really show up for myself. Like even in the days after I got laid off, like I did not miss a day at the gym or mm, like let's go i have in my i would say in my post-divorce life i've made very solid friendships because mm. i'm very vulnerable with all my friends and also there was again we'll get into this but uh <laughs> there was a lot of dishonesty and just kind of weirdness in my marriage that made it very stressful um and so i am over communicative now and Love i always it. like mm. share what's going on with me and yes yeah, i've had people <laughs> like really step up to the plate and like Hell yeah. validate me like my feelings and just kind of want to see me be happy. And that's been really great. I'm not, you know, I live shout out Bryn Walner. Um, <laughs> I live in her neighborhood. And one of the days after I got laid off, I texted her like, are you around? I need a hug. Right, right, right. And she wasn't around, but like, that's kind of how I am. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm not in the state. <laughs> fellas, um, yeah. fellas uh, but- <laughs> log on to get onto Alyssa's IG and give yeah. her a digital, leave a hug emoji. Yeah. And, that. and Bryn, um, if you're listening, show the fuck up. Next time. <laughs> what the hell? Wait, so Alyssa, are uh, we so back? Is she so bad? Oh, I am so bad. The bitch yeah. is bad. I am. Bitch is back. This is like step one of my comeback. Tour, back I again. Think. Yeah. Um. But I needed a minute to just be. Um. I've also kind of had to retrain my brain. Um. I don't know if we wanted to get into this right away, but just like into your brain. Let's go. <laughs> my here. brain. We're gonna get inside um, of you. But okay. I think over the past ten years, just working in digital, I've had to start thinking in a way that I don't really like. Um, how many clicks will this get? How many clicks will this get? Does this have viral potential? Will people read this because this mm-hmm. person doesn't have X amount of followers? Like, is that a toxic way of approaching? I absolutely like, yes. think it's, it's ruined my brain. Yeah. I've been. A, oh, ballist- the, oh, you read the throwing fits handbook. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been kind of a dream not to be online every day. I've okay. taken oh. a step back. Um, I Which don't have to be in Slack now. anymore. And oh. I've always told people that if I do end up in hell, <laughs> the soundtrack of hell for oh, me for will sure. be the Slack chirp. Dude, it's fucking panic inducing. It is. And um, what's your screen time these days? Let's I see. actually don't have it on. Oh, smart. It doesn't measure. Damn. Uh, I is don't. I don't okay. want to know. <laughs> what's your passcode? I can try to figure it out for you. No, thank you. <laughs> um, ironically, though, I did dump my therapist a month before I got laid off. Damn. So I've been like raw dogging this. <laughs> oh, you haven't been hitting no the brain doctor. No. Wow. Um, we hit like a nice parting point. Um, I had been with her for almost seven full years. And you're like, bitch, you're, and wow. I was like, I'm, you're not, I'm, not doing it for me. Like, I'm cured. And I'm, I'm like, on top surprise. of the world. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> surprise. Uh, How did that go breaking up with your therapist when she was like, you should not do this because you're not ready and I need no, more money? No, she actually was, I think she saw it coming because the frequency of visits was in decline. Mm. Um, And I got to a point where I was just like, there's some things that I want to work on that I don't think these are not the things I came to you for, but the things that I did come to you for, you have helped me get through. Like she helped me through the hardest part of my life for sure. Like (laughs) the reason that I sought her out um, was because she uh, specializes in young adult cancer survivorship. Right. Um, I don't know if your listeners know I had cancer when I was 21. Was that the worst year of your life? For sure. Okay. That was definitely number one. Number the one. Woke, the woke year. Ladies and gentlemen, we got it. We got it. And uh, that was like 2008, 9, 10. Right. Like yeah. that kind of. You were crazy young. 
Um, yeah, thanks, Obama, Obama administration. But yeah, that was a weird year because every day the entire objective of that day was to not die. Right. Don't um, die, don't die, don't die, don't die. And I didn't. I threw up a lot. That's, that's right. <laughs> I lost here. all of my hair. Um, I could barely walk some days. Uh, but yeah, I don't Sounds ever like think Lawrence I. On a Saturday. <laughs> um, the hair included. <laughs> um, my hair obviously grew back lusciously. Lusciously. Yeah. Maybe add. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, no, yeah. Breaking, not um, breaking up with my therapist. So I never really properly. dealt with that trauma uh, because what they do when you are a 21 year old cancer patient is they're like, you should go to support groups. Mm -hmm. And the people in the support groups were like older than my parents. And it just like didn't really. I mean, I don't think it's like that now. Fight right. club. It was just not not the vibe. So like I didn't do anything. Um, no, or, too no, young they, and too hot they for They all just like looked group. at me with pity. Oh, and that was wow. like not what I needed. That is not great. No. They're like, oh, you're young enough to be my granddaughter. I'm like, fuck. Yikes. <laughs> I know. Um, so I was maybe dealing with that in an unhealthy way. And right. also around the time that that was happening, uh, when I was dealing it with my... Oh. Cancer survivorship in an unhealthy way is when my marriage started to fall apart. So uh, I think in 2016 is when I got into therapy and yeah, it changed my and life Obama. for sure. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, you were cured, obviously. So yeah, Obama left. The <laughs> <laughs> Obama administration was the worst time. It was the worst period of your Wait, life. Wait, was Obama Jesus. your therapist? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I. Do you see I therapy think, in her future? Again, I do, but I I think that there's some things. When I do you have healthcare, when <laughs> right, mm, that helps. Yeah, uh, I have it through March, so we're good okay. there yeah, for a minute. Cobra, so, uh, um, but yeah, I think there's just some stuff I want to work on for myself, like this confidence stuff. Mm -hmm. um, oh come yeah. on, you're so back. The amount of confidence, but yeah, you get from, I am uh, the, the reaction to this podcast episode from being top five on the only podcast that matters. I know. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that. This, this will be a, a positive step in the right direction. Well, it's very evil for your confidence based <laughs> yeah. on the DMs that are going to come through. Besides coming on to you throwing fits, what other advice might you have for somebody that gets laid off after going through it? It's not personal. Uh, it's just business. It's just business. Greed <laughs> yeah. um, is good. <laughs> yeah, I just, I feel like I have to tell myself that a lot. And like, your employer doesn't care about you. No, <laughs> so just and you should care about your employer. Steal office right. supplies. Uh, mm, I did not steal any office supplies. Well, the NDA is still What, what about time? Effect, what about but time I, I didn't. Time okay. thievery when you're like, yeah, I'm working. Wink, wink. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, um, that's something. I was always very available. I've always been very available at all of my jobs. Too available? Yes. There too available. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, So I know that now. So what do you for do now? Like, what's your day to day now? You know what I do? What do you do? I vibe. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You and me both, sister. What is that? You watch 285 movies a year like Lawrence. Do you get out of the house a lot? or you I do. Okay. Um, I have made an... It's funny because over the summer, I set a personal goal, which I didn't really accomplish. Okay. And that personal goal was to hang out more. Ooh. Like loiter more. So like I live in the kid. East Village. Yeah. Like so I was like, girl. I instead of getting a coffee and like going and sitting on my couch and drinking the coffee, I should find a coffee shop and sit there and try to make friends. You like Alex Delaney. <laughs> Vibing and loitering all around the East Village, dude. Two major oh food groups. You sound oh. like an East Village. Just loiter, loiter. Okay. You are the East Village. I want to tell you, though, I didn't do that. So oh. I did not successfully do that. But now, too hot. but now 
I'm doing that. Oh, okay, fire. I will just like go to work out and then I'll go have like a leisurely coffee somewhere. Mm. Maybe bring a book, listen to music, whatever. Just people watch. Ladies who um, loiter. I have been <laughs> watch. I know. Maybe that's my next prog- yeah. project. Um, that's fucking free IP. For I you. know. Thanks, Lawrence. Um, I have been watching a lot of movies, um, trying to catch up on some content that I might have missed. Something I've done that has been funny. Um, I saw that uh, erotic thriller Fair Play in a theater with With a couple of my friends. No. Um, And so since I saw that, I've been working my way through all the classic erotic thrillers. Dude. Really fun. Really fun. Great genre, dude. The clothes are great, too. Basic instinct. Yeah. I just saw that for the first time. Classic. And not because they were watching it on the idol. (laughs) Oh, that's right. They were. Yeah. Just to clarify. But yeah, so I've been doing that. Uh, I getting real I, horny watching movies. I just think I needed to give my brain like a little time to do you feel? Do you feel like the you've got enough rest and relaxation and eat, pray, love and do you want to get back to the workforce? Like what do you I want to do? What do, you I'm do ready. next? Um, I've been thinking about that a lot and something that, again, I'm trying to build the confidence to do is work for myself. Right. Um, I think that's a skill that's super important, especially in this <laughs> landscape. <laughs> so I would like to build something for myself from which I cannot get fired. Mm. Um, Sounds like two guys I know. Yeah. Well, you can. Um, I do. <laughs> I have. Sorry, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yes. Yes, sir. Papa. Wait, you can lay off where? No, where? He, no. he no. wants to, but he can't. I can't. <laughs> we would just have to blow the whole thing up, which like eventually it's, it's happen. like you guys are married and you'll need to get a divorce. Yeah, exactly. I know like all that. about that. We don't get divorced. We just cheat on each other all the time. Oh, that's, <laughs> other that's really unhealthy. <laughs> um, there was no infidelity in my marriage, but there was some other stuff. Oh, I'm just um, saying that's just our situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so what There's do I want to do? Um, <laughs> I have been interested in a while or interested for a while uh, in working with brands more. Mm. I think that there is a very um, savvy way to do sponsored content and advertorial. And I think there are some publications who do a really good job. Not many, though. Such as like, for example, who's the best in class right now? If you had to say. Um, girls. Okay. Who's the worst? Who's the worst? I mean, like all of them. I just feel like there's some that is very blatant and obvious and not well thought out. And like they could use someone like me or like y'all telling them like this is actually I think airmail does good. Um, The airmail list that they did with Celine last year was good. Oh, the clout bomb. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Well. Was that the clout bomb? That was a clout bomb. That was a clout bomb. Yeah. Um, was the, that was like a trend that was happening. Uh, there's also was bombing, you know. Thank yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I I don't know. I think I saw Have you started making inroads and in like outreaches? No. Okay. No. Well, Not yet. I, I told myself I was going to give myself through the end of the year. Like it's kind of a weird yeah, time with the sure. holidays and Absolutely. also I just want to come also back. Going on vacation next I want to come out of the gate <laughs> fresh yeah. and fired up and so I'm I'm getting there though like I'm really out of I'm out of the funk is right. that your but dream I was job? there for a minute is that your dream job is I don't is have a dream just, like, job for yourself at this point I th- I think yes okay. I don't know if um I don't know if I'm cut out for corporate work at You've least burned too many yeah times. I just 
I feel like I was undervalued, um, overworked at, a, at like, underpaid. I'm not talking about one specific job in particular, but like over my career, mm-hmm. like I just feel like I'm always that young girl in the room who no one really wants to listen to, but you hired me yeah. cause you think I'm smart, but also you don't listen to me and it's sexist hmm. pigs. No, yeah. I just, it's, Fuck it's just man. frustrating. And I've lost again, lost confidence in my abilities because of it. And I'm like, maybe I should just see what I can do with no one telling me no. I want to circle back real quick to you, like using your expertise that you've had being in media and and specifically in fashion media for so long as as, like someone who could spirit guide brands. Would you ever be on like the other side where like you would do spawn con as like an influencer because you are influential? Would you ever do that? Um, So I've never really thought of myself as an influencer. I just no one ever does. I know (laughs) I I, until that bag talk. Right. Like I'm definitely not opposed to it. I just feel like it would be hard for me to put myself out there as like a quote unquote model. That's just another thing that will be really out of my comfort zone. Um, And also, I just feel like it would have to be something that, you know, we're, I'm talking a big game here because I've never worked with a client sure. who like, you know, I send copy that I think feels cool and organic or whatever. And they're like, mm, no, this isn't ad- advertisement enough. Right. And so I feel like that will be a learning curve that I have yet to well, You should have planned for rejection. You should like plan on getting the fucking stamp of approval. That's what Great. I would say. I Trust in yourself, dude. Yeah. I'm working on myself. it. Yeah. I'm working on it without my therapist. We're working through it right now. <laughs> yes. From I your, appreciate this. For many years in the trenches, I mean, and we talked about like the media landscape and like the changes over the last five, 10 years. Like how, how's the role of editor in chief changed over the years? Oh boy. Um, it kind of has become one like, thing I feel like I should face. say, because I think about it a lot is just like titles are fake. <laughs> They're all made up. Right. Um, I have been editor in chief twice now, but I have never gotten to do what a, you know, editor-in-chief in a pop cultural sense or what editor-in-chief of the past has gotten to do. Um, I just think that there is very little money in media. <laughs> so for the director level and the editor-in-chief level jobs, you can only attract a certain level of talent because I was basically priced out of my title. Mm. Um, and when you are an expensive person working in media... That makes you at risk for when things are going south. Mm -hmm. Um, I have had dozens, if not more, friends experience this over the years. Um, And I think, you know, telling a brand story and being the face of a brand is really important. Oftentimes that now means being the face of the brand on social media or in front of a step and repeat Mm -hmm. or at an event. And like, great, I am fine with that. But... I am also a person who kind of likes to sit and work with my writers and do the actual job. I'm also like a manager and I didn't really plan to become a manager, but I, when it happened to me seven or so years ago, I really liked it. And I enjoy you like telling people mentoring. No. <laughs> I enjoy mentoring people, people. Yeah. and I love nothing more than to see people shine and to see a team be proud of what they're putting out. And that's not really what, <laughs> the powers that be care about anymore. So, so the role really has become, you need to be at the events. You need to be out here getting shot, posting shit yourself. Yep. Yeah. Versus like sitting down and assigning stories or, and editing them. Yeah. And putting together cohesive And I'm not packages. saying that's a bad thing, but I think that yeah. um, what I signed up for when I was out of college and like on this career track where I have landed 
is just kind of like, oh, wow, I am at like a, I'm looking into a void right now. Yeah. Like, I'm not really sure where I go from here. Like, I've climbed the top of the masthead and now what? Right. Yeah. That's that's it. It's over for me. It so we, we got to do something new now. Yeah. It is crazy how that peak of the masthead has weirdly become that shut your brain off and look pretty. Like, yeah. that's literally what the job is. Smile more. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> insane. It's and I'm, like, like, I'm, here, I'm not here to diminish the, that role. No, either. and like, I don't want to sound you like... You need an editor-in-chief, but it, the role has completely shifted. You, they've become influencers. That's like what it is, right? Right, and I, I do find that um, that is of utmost importance for many of these media brands now just to have somebody who is happy to be out there and be the face and just be like, mm. yeah, I'm I'm representing my brand here, but... You know, also if, brand. If you want to, you know, slide me a little. Right, side but I was, that's kind of what I was. Post, yeah. That's where I was like going with this. It's like you also are bringing in brand money on the side a lot of times, right. or these brands that advertise for the magazine are paying your way, so you are influencing. Or they give you maybe in like an offhanded way, right? Right, or like you're hosting an event for Gucci. Let's say I'm just shouting out Gucci because I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we'll dress you. And, you know, you come to the store and you pose and like Gucci is like advertising in your publication this month, whatever. It's it's all part of the. You're not seeing any money from those opportunities. Just still your salary. Right. So it's just another obligation. And I also feel like unless you flip, I've had many friends over the years. I think there was a period probably in the like mid 2010s. Um, where a lot of my friends and colleagues found themselves at a crossroad, right? Like you either continue this, like climbing the masthead, mm-hmm. whatever, even though the number of jobs available on that masthead were shrinking by the day dramatically, or you do the influencer thing yeah. and you make triple quadruple the money without having to give your employer a cut. A, a lot of menswear guys that we know ironically went from media to like retail and became like fashion directors. And it's interesting to see like where shout retail. out GN. Yeah. Shout out GN, shout out uh, Pesco, like a lot of guys like that, Wooster, whatever. And it's interesting to see like, what then the next evolution is there, depending on how like, how retail kind of shakes out as well. Yeah, so and I'm definitely interested in that sort of thing too, but I'm not as well versed in like right. opportunities there. So, so if you, you you talk about kind of like having aspirations of this like brand agency that kind of bridges between like content and, and brand, if you were to launch this company tomorrow, let's say there are aspirations of growth and, and hiring and building out a staff, what are the most important priorities that you're putting into place first? Uh, for myself or for a team? For the company. Because maybe, you know, you've been through places that <sighs> didn't put these priorities at a premium. That's a good question. Thanks. Um, I think that something that is really important to me is just aligning myself with people who believe in me. Mm. Um, I don't ever want to go into a situation, whether I'm like with a client or a potential client, where... I'm really trying to like sell them on. I know what I'm doing and I'm cool and I'm smart and like I fuck with this. Like it I'm good. Be implicitly. Understood. Yeah. And I, I think part uh, part of my problem. Uh, sorry to be earnest on this podcast, no, but um, Rare. you know, I think that I've found myself kind of like chasing someone's approval mm. and in in work environments that can be like really draining and toxic. And like, I, I don't really want to do that. Like I would like to align myself with and look, this is coming from someone who is going to have to make 
money very soon in yeah. an urgent yeah. way. Yeah. So <laughs> you already did dance with the devil. Yeah. Um, keep that in mind. Sell but your I soul. Just, at home. And like, I, I know I'm going to have to take some work that is maybe not ideal. And like, mm. they don't think I'm cool and smart. And they're just like, some skims copywriting, perhaps some copywriting. Yeah, no, I far. would work for skims, but I, I hear the Kardashian well, brands don't pay oh. their employees at all. Oh, well, you said that, not but us. they make yeah. them wear, doesn't Kim make her staff wear like a uniform? I actually don't know the answer to that, okay. but I've had some friends. You want some work. fake leather from Kylie Jenner? Oh no. Okay. Um, I would though, if <laughs> if uh, Kylie is listening. Um, but I have had friends work through or work for the Kardashian Jenner helmed brands, and none mm. of them pay. The well. I'm not surprised to hear that. The devil yeah. works hard. Chris <laughs> Jenner works harder. Works harder. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but when it comes to hiring um the things that i value in a colleague are just someone who doesn't have a big ego i i really find like working in fashion it's been so hard um for me as not a very ego driven person it, it just when you are fighting or arguing with someone who is on your team right but yeah. they want credit or they want this or they want that it's Shut like up I know. I was reading. I was reading. Why do you do a company wide ayahuasca retreat? I was reading the um, <laughs> the new issue or the print issue of Byline. Shout out Goots and Megan. Um, and Chris Black did that thing where it was like work advice. And one mm -hmm. of the things that stuck with me and I think is really smart. It's like you got to let it go. It doesn't matter if you get credit for this. It doesn't matter like whose idea it was. Like don't be a fucking bitch. Like we're all yeah, paid, here, right? That's what the money is for. Yeah, true. Um, but. I just find that I want to align myself with people who think I'm doing a good job and like want to work on something and see it through with me without making me feel like mm. and, shit. And is, and is the <laughs> ultimate like antidote to that literally just doing something solo dolo? Obviously, you might have clients, but like to avoid any issue there, it's just like I'm going to do me. And me exclusively. Is I that think the thought? I think just to future proof myself, I would like to learn mm. how to work for myself for a while. Yeah. Like, look, I'm single and I don't know if I'm going to have a partner in any sort of like, you know, significant way um, for a while. So I just want to make sure I'm set up for my success. future with. Yes. Yeah, set up for success. I want to work. If I'm working a place that is not for myself, I need to make sure they are setting me up for success. Right. Um, which is also kind of hard to come by these days right. well, um, with budgets back, being cut you know? and <laughs> X, Y, Z. I don't well, know what, if that answered your question, but I tried. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the pitfalls I think that a lot of people fall into now is, you know, like the personality versus like the employer versus yourself as an employee, right? Like, and kind of like how a lot of journalists and actors are now being let go for supporting Palestine. Do you think that you were laid off maybe because you publicly stand too hard for pop punk guys like Travis Barker <laughs> and Machine Gun Kelly? No. <laughs> I don't think that had anything to do with it. Okay. okay. You wouldn't go back in time and change your standom for absolutely mid-ass white men. <laughs> no. And I will say um, I had a lovely time uh, profiling Travis Barker. Uh, and I'm glad I got to do some stuff like that. Like right. that was an opportunity that I will never forget. And I will always be grateful that I got. What were the absolute career highlights from the previous gig? If, profiling Barker. Anything else? Like, let's think of the good times. Yeah, let's I go mean, glass half full. I, I'll, I'll just kind of lump all of my previous employment together. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Because you're not doing a great job for all the kids at home who dream of working in New York City media. So maybe let's, I know. And like, let's I just, sell the dream again. I want to <laughs> be very clear that like that dream is very warped from what exists in pop culture for what it once was. Warped like the tour. Warped mm. like the tour. Um, but like if you go back and watch the September issue documentary, mm-hmm. I think it was like 2007 when the September issue of Vogue was like 800 something pages. Yeah. Like it will never be that way again. It's very I was, skinny now. It's, it's on it's 2009. Epic. It's on that Larry diet. It's on, it's on <laughs> Thank you. I know you you're welcome. eating disorder. <laughs> <laughs> don't um, encourage this man, by the way. Yes. You're like guest no, yes. on the group chat. Jack like, Nicholson. Yes. Don't, yeah. don't I know him. he likes it. I so he's just it. giving it to him. Sustenance is people sucking his dick over not eating. Oh, that's what he feeds um, off of. <laughs> no, I got to Energy do. Vampire. I got to do some crazy shit. I feel like Coachella? I've talked about. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Where you I, thrive? <laughs> I do thrive at Coachella. Um, Festival. I no. I think. I think I'm gonna retire for a little bit from that now. Oh, yeah? Since I'm not contractually obligated to go. Um, <laughs> do you actually like going to festivals in Coachella? So I do. However, I <laughs> the last time I was at Coachella, we had artist guest passes, and those were still not. Hell those yeah. were not even like exclusive enough. Oh, really? No, it was. Yeah. I not was in a sea of, of humanity. Yeah. <laughs> like the only people who had artist passes in at the show I was at, I think, were um, like Kendall Jenner and Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber. And <laughs> they were, you know, they had breathing room. And sure. I was like yeah. a sardine in a can. So, um, no, I, you know, got to go to all of the major Fashion Week cities. Um, but I will. I'm going to I'm going to just derail this positivity real oh, quick. Yeah. Why, why are you trying um, to bring positivity into this? So the, I know. I know. So the last time <laughs> I went to Paris, uh, so it wasn't this past September, but the one prior. So a year and a half ago ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I just f- felt that the vibe was so different for someone in my position. You like, had some September issues of your I own. I had some September nice. issues. Um, the the. Okay. In the past, when I'd gone to Paris Fashion Week, let's just say me and Tyler went for Fashionista. We stayed. For the, <laughs> we went for the entire 10 days. We stayed in an Airbnb in the Marais and we, you know, drank wine and <clears throat> ate cheese on our balcony. Like weren't going to like Caviar Caspi or anything fancy. <laughs> right, right. But we were there for 10 days. We got so many tickets that we had to we had to have two people there because we had to split up. When I went to Paris last season, last time. I maybe got like six tickets. Hmm. And is that because they're all going all to like the Kylie's and Bieber's of the world? Talent, yeah. People with like a popping newsletter, mm. TikTokers. Like, I just Podcasters? feel like we've been nah, maybe. Fuck. Definitely not. I fuck. feel like we've been uh, editors have been deprioritized yeah. and like, that's mm. fine. How's it feel? Um, That's fine. Like, I'm not salty about it. I feel like if you're not nimble and you're not resilient, then. That's on. That's on you. That sucks. Do you have? I mean, as someone that has been, but it has for- changed a lot, and I'm kind of okay with not being as much in the mix anymore. There are do things like I remember the last few times I came on the pod, I was telling like horror stories about <laughs> like Philip Klein fashion shows, but like that's not my <laughs> life anymore. Um, yeah, but I did get to do and see some fun yeah. stuff. Well, as someone that's been in it and seen these cycles go down, and and like, what are you, do you have like macro predictions of where uh, like pop media is headed in the immediate future? I think if I knew the answer to that question, I'd be really rich. Mm. Um, so be a TikToker. You might still have your job. I'll tell you I, that much. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know about that. I Be a TikToker, not an editor? Yeah, true. Okay, so here's the thing about TikTok for me that 
I'm curious about where it's going to go. So when I was observing, this was like in the, in the hours leading up to my layoff. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I was just watching content on TikTok coming from New York fashion week. That was just wrapping up. And my entire for you page was the same video from maybe a dozen different brands. It was like, Larry with a throwing fits microphone, putting it in like Gabrielle's face. Like, mm. what are you most excited to see? <laughs> and it's like that from like even Cookie even cutter. like Lueve was doing that. And like that was their whole pre-show shtick. And like, that's fine. But how how does anyone expect to stand out right. when it's a sea of sameness? But that's what everyone, that's what all the bosses want. Well, no one wants to take the risk and be the yeah. actual like pioneer on like a platform they don't know or understand. They're just mimicking what they see is a right. safe, popular That's choice. And fashion's problem with social media specifically, right? It's like every brand does the same shit on IG. Now every brand is doing the same thing on TikTok. No one wants to rock the boat like James is saying. And right? like, I will be honest with you. I do not want to learn how to make TikToks. Like, I just easy. don't want <laughs> to have I'm to with do you. it. I don't want to learn at um, all. Of course, I might cut. have to. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really don't know. Uh, I know that a lot of publications are getting back into print because I do feel like we have to swing the other way now. Right. Like when there's all this ephemera online of like the same stuff that's not memorable, like Bullshit. you have to buy something that does feel memorable and like collectible. Tangible. And like, I think that's why we're going to see like a bigger swing in the like print direction, at least at least like a a special edition kind mm-hmm. of thing, but then you can have an event around it. Well, or- what about experiential? Is that are we at peak experiential or is it still? No, I feel okay. So I feel like experiential has come in waves. Like I remember when I still had a lot of peers who worked at refinery 29, there was like that oh, refinery room, 29 that room rooms thing. Was that? So I feel like it's been happening and now we're just at, maybe critical mass of experiential, but I will say I wasn't, I wasn't at your um bizarre because it was the day after I got laid off. I'm sorry. I missed it. Oh, but okay. like that look, do not ever apologize. That looked sick. Uh, bankrolled by cash app. Yeah. Yes. Cash app. Cash app. Call me. I got, Fuck I got some mom. ideas. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that was great. And I, what did you feel like that was a success? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you? Yeah. And my and I well I was gonna say my our bank account absolutely agreed. So. <laughs> That's wonderful. Like and I account but I do think there is value in that. And I feel like if I had a say in creating an experience, what would you have done different than us? <laughs> no, I'm, I I think what I'm alluding to is that like I worked somewhere where there were experiences and I was very much um, uh, yeah. mm. not like plugged in in a way that I wanted to be. But um, the secret ingredient for us, honestly, and this is a a free one because this is most people don't well, know this. The most, know important, say, most important and, thing is community. Oh, I thought you were gonna say, <laughs> you were gonna say free beer. <laughs> no, also that free open bar never hurts. Yeah, Com- Alyssa, community. Yeah, yeah. synergy, <laughs> <laughs> genuine authenticity. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it sounds like you have like you've been brewing and stewing up some ideas. So, as a newly minted free agent, why don't you pitch yourself to any clients who are listening right now who might have a job or gig for you? Go. Whew. All right. Um. I'm a delight to work with. I am really smart. I'm really funny, really plugged in. I have a great reputation and I will be honest with you. Like I will tell you that your shit sucks and I, but I would also tell you how to fix it. Yeah. Um, Solutions oriented, constructive criticism, if you will. Yeah. Your problem solver, not a problem identifier or you're both actually. Yes. I'm happy to be both. Not a problem maker. 
Yes. Problem identifier, problem solver. Um, I'm also just, I don't know. I have, I feel like I am brimming with enthusiasm. Yeah. So I bring like a nice breath of fresh air. Hire this any woman. Come on. Situation. She's not just a pretty face, guys. Yeah. I'm not. I am that too. <laughs> Which is a bonus right. for everyone involved. Right. Uh, I sing on the cake. Uh-huh. Also, yeah. we talked about how uh, you have been raw dogging this period in your life because you were not going, <laughs> you don't have a therapist right now, which is a very expensive thing, yeah. trust me. Mm-hmm. When, you got, when you did get laid off and you realized that the money train wasn't going to run forever, what were some of the things that you like, the first cost that you like cut out of your uh, daily, uh, monthly, just your life's budget? Well, something about me is that I'm very careful with money. Okay, yeah. Uh, Wait, are I, you cheap? I wouldn't say I'm cheap, but... As a woman who worked in fashion for a very long time, I did not succumb to buying most of the things that I wanted to buy. Mm. Um, I just feel, I think subconsciously, I always kind of knew that something like this was going to happen. Damn, dude, what a um, bad way to live Something life. that, I know, I'm I'm working on not being, I know. Um, so Is that I, because you went through like such a traumatic thing with the cancer? Yeah, perhaps. There's been like a few th- times where I've like been beaten down by life. You know? But, you know, but you didn't um, emerge from that with like a yellow, like yeah. fucking. Can't take it know. with you. You know, I I just you know what they feel say, she who dies with the most things wins. No, uh, something I am going to have to cut off, cut back on immediately is my Pilates habit mm-hmm. and my Soul Cycle habit. And I'm really upset about that. Going out for coffee um, in the East Village? No, it's got to run you like twenty bucks a day. Dick, no, okay. I don't spend that much money on coffee. Uh, Damn, what's your monthly Botox? Fuck oh, all the good shit. I know. All the George Santos shit. Um, <laughs> we're only fans. You know, I love. You have to go back to that free porn and slum skincare it. Skincare and all of that, mm. and I didn't get that for free, so that's going to be. I haven't got. <laughs> I haven't gotten a haircut in a long time. Probably going to be a little bit longer before I get one. Okay. Um, but like, I'll be fine. I've been saving. I'm not like worried about losing the roof over my head. Thank goodness. Thank God. Um. But yeah, I I'm gonna after this pod airs and after the holidays, we're gonna. We're going to be, uh, yeah. no, we're going to be like trying to get some work ASAP. Why don't you like, see, like not to get on your influencer shit, but you know, kind of like a quid pro, quid pro quo with like haircut or skincare. It's like, yeah, send me that shit. I'll post it, whatever. Like, I just don't have that big of a following. It doesn't matter though. Does it? It's the it quality, doesn't. not quality. the quantity. And the ER, the engagement rate. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, because I don't really, I don't really post that much. You want to go to a white guy barbershop? <laughs> but the best, but the best in the city. Well, they do have and, uh, it, the salon do. next and door. And they're right? really close to my apartment. Yeah. So yeah, well, if you want right. to, if you want a two on the sides and a little off the top, let us know. What about, okay, what's some you. shit that you could never cut out of your life? Like uh, a, a inelastic cost. Leche's pet insurance. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that dog. Uh, what can I never cut Did out of my life? Did you have to start life? buying her like shitty dog food? No. <laughs> she will always be spoiled. Also, I really think I, this is where I'm going to be positive. Like, I'm really not worried about okay. myself. Like, I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Um, I when After I got a divorce, I really decided that I was going to live well within my means in case something like this did mm-hmm. happen because, you know, living in a two income household, like if one of us lost our mm. job, like it wouldn't be no kids either. No. Oh, thank Tink God. Life. Oh, thank God. Or no dink, kids. Dink life. Dink. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, I'm not I'm not worried. I, right. I am. I'm nervous about signing the first contract. Like, I think I'll be a little bit low grade anxiety until that happens. Right. But. That's normal. 
But I know that's that normal. Right, when then it becomes happens, like a snowball good. thing and yeah. we, we start manifesting and we get the positive fucking energy on the world. Yeah. And one contract, two, three, that's four. That's what I'm blue hoping. Yeah. Red I'm contract hoping, blue. I'm hoping by my birthday in February, I'll be having to like turn stuff down. Ooh, that's the goal. Let's fucking go, girl. Yeah. Wait, listen, I think for, I can. For all the little piggies in the slop listening right now, what do you want for Christmas and your birthday? Oh, yeah. You know what I Now's really, the time to get you know what I really shit. want? I want a Olivia Rodrigo ticket. Oh. Oh. Can someone get Are they yeah? Expensive? Uh yeah. Um, I didn't get so I did. Well, I didn't. My sister in law was able to get through for Taylor Swift Eras tour, mm. but I was not able to get through for Olivia. So if anyone out there wants to take me on a date to the that. Guts tour, oh, yeah. Um, if anyone wants to get Alyssa into them Guts, uh, <laughs> whoa, Jesus, into the Guts show. Oh right, 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 right. I didn't say into her guts. Yo, guts for guts. Jesus. <laughs> Yo, by the way, I will say, um, nuts for guts. My musical artist of the year, album of the year. Shout out, fucking the queen, Olivia Rodrigo. You also her. just found out that she's half Asian. Um, Love is embarrassing. Yeah, is my queen. favorite song of the year, I think. <clears throat> but because you know what, it's true, dude. It is. Um, that's what Sky I want. Forever. Everything and is embarrassing. Also, what do, I think there was a oh, there's a Bottega bag I want. Okay. I think it's called the Andiamo bag. Ooh, and of course, of course, of course, of course, I have not wanted a handbag since I think the last time I was on the pod, I wanted a bag. Um, and you, and Larry called it my gay ass bag because it was a, <laughs> rain, a rainbow print, like Gucci. Let me look up this, uh, I did Bottega buy that. Gay ass bag. I don't know how much it costs, but it, of course, the one time in like my entire time at my last job that I wanted a bag was right after I got laid off. Of course. So Classic. Is this the best way to get gifts for men is just to come on a podcast that's tailored to men? We're gonna we're them? gonna find out. All right. Let's look at the price tag on the on the um, I think it's like forty five hundred. Forty five hundred for the small that's the one guy. I want. The, the small, small one. Guy. Yo, that yo, there's gotta be a guy yo, listening that is that third. Fellas, start a GoFundMe for Alyssa. <laughs> um or for yourselves Please, to buy Alyssa's yeah. bag. Is is dating in New York City the actually truly the worst experience one can go through in life? Like forget getting laid off, forget going through cancer. Oh, we're going to skip right through my divorce, huh? Yeah. Thank you. Well, uh, no, no, there's, there's um, no. We have on. some divorce stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> but we're just talking about right now. You know, um, I will say that I am thankful to be dating at thirty six rather than twenty six. Go on. I feel hmm. like if I was dating, I don't know if it's New York, but if I was dating anywhere, probably, probably okay. If I was dating in New York at 26, I probably my spirit probably would have been crushed. Yeah. Um, I think I went into dating. I will say that I went. I didn't go on a date until my divorce was finalized because I treat people with kindness and respect. And I didn't want people to think I was like, you know, being shady sure. by like dating while I was still married. So after that happened, I well. It has not been reciprocated. Let's just start there. Oh, okay. Um, so right. after that, I got on the dating apps as I was instructed oh. to do by society and my friends. Um, and I would say I spent like a 10 to 12 month period just getting my ass kicked by oh, the dating apps. Right. No. Um, I think I think <laughs> I, na I naively expected to, to be. Love? No. Okay. To be treated with the same kindness and respect I treat people with, that and I certainly bleak? did you not. Idiot. I know, <laughs> I know. Wait, I'm it's so just dumb. Being like what that mouth do over and over again? No, it's just like you want that Bottega bag. No, I <laughs> put in work. Yo, guts for guts. I uh, oh god, no. I just 
I really didn't expect a man to like have sex with me and never answer my texts again. Wow. So it's talk, like ghosting And it culture. happened. Grown men. Several grown men in their 30s and 40s. Never heard 40s. from them again. Not in their 40s. 20s. No, the, the, I the haven't. kids are all right? I mean, I, I haven't. Right dated anyone in is that 20s. the peter pan syndrome of like fucking i don't NYC? know it's more like a who raised you sure situation oh, want to call your mom and tell, tell her that she sucks suck, yeah um so after that uh i've been just really dating sparingly did you didn't you never wanted you got married real young yeah and you went through this divorce you didn't want to go harlot mode and just like see what it was like to just date around or could you I not mean, I tried. That? I tried that, but I just didn't like how it made me feel because I didn't like how it was being treated. And again, like mm. I know it has, I know it has nothing to do with me. I'm sure these guys treat every woman like that, like garbage, <laughs> <laughs> like trash. Um, so yeah, I kind of removed myself. Uh, I went the better part of last year w- without having sex, which was interesting. Intentionally, Se- yeah. I was, cell. yeah, I was well, celibate. No. Um, but my mental or health was Valsel. great. Valsel. 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 Mm-hmm. Is Valsel actually better for the brain? I just felt better about myself because I didn't better have some soul. like piece of shit dictating yeah. how I felt about myself that day. Yeah. I Are, think guys lie to themselves like a no pussy getting loser would lie to himself that it's like it's voluntary to make himself feel better. But in the case of a woman who has more control seemingly over that, this was the right move for you. Like, I definitely am kissing a lot of frogs, um, not having sex with them, just right. kissing them. Well, but legal, legal, <laughs> seeing what that mouth do. Yeah, just like getting being, in touch with their southern roots and fucking a bunch of frogs. No, just like <laughs> I. <laughs> I okay, I lost you there. Uh but I I think I think I am put, wearing my heart on my sleeve and I'm being really genuine with a lot of people, but I do set a lot of boundaries. Like I will not, you know, go home with you. Mm-hmm. Like I, I if I'm not your girlfriend, I will not sleep at your apartment. Like I just draw the line a lot of ways to protect myself mm. from Smart. bad behavior. Right. And like, I unfortunately had to learn that the hard way. Right. Like well, I had to let, it, you never learned it in your youth really. No, well, you're right. Your, like your I, husband. I met my ex when I was 19. Damn. Right. And our relationship was really unhealthy in a lot of ways. And I learned from that. And so I've learned, I learned a lot going through my divorce, but I also learned a lot in like my year of dating on the apps. It's just like, yeah. You know, I I can prevent a lot of the hurt feelings. Not to point a finger, but are do you think a lot and this is a big question and I hate to generalize, but do you think a lot of women are like out here reinforcing negative behavior with these fucking garbage men? No, I think you have to you have to le- live and learn. Yeah. And I did. And I You live, you learn. It's true. And left. like who garbage is the garbage? You can't. You don't necessarily know. I have learned a lot about myself through all of this. What I will tolerate, what I don't. But how do you learn that? You have right. to like put up with it to an extent, and then one day you're like, "Fuck this! I'm out. See ya. No more." Mm. Chastity belt on. <laughs> right. A bit of an assumption here, but uh, you know, we tend to kind of like date within our professional social circles. Are men in media a particularly gruesome breed of bachelor? I don't think particularly. Okay. Um, all men are trash. I do find, though, that a lot of men in our line of work are like skirting by on clout. And they also have very little to offer a woman or anybody. Damn. Go on. Okay. Um, They have the clout, though. (laughs) But like. Yeah, but 
I Yo, think <laughs> so. Like, Yo, blue okay, I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna keep this pretty vague. But yeah. like, after I got divorced, a lot of men in our world, mm-hmm. you know, slid into my DMs. Some of them had been there when I was married, you know, <laughs> but now they're like turbo yeah. mode. Right. Um, <laughs> I will say though, it is very easy to flirt with a married woman because there's no one more emotionally unavailable than a married woman. Like nothing can ever happen. No risk. No risk. No so Lord. I understand that like maybe guys who wouldn't have the balls to talk to me when right. I'm single oh. will talk to me when I'm married because like n- I can't reject them because so like nothing twisted. can happen. It's fucked up. But I will say, um, not that I have like a ton of men in my DMs, but you know, they'll, not they'll yet. just want like attention or validation from me. Hmm. And when I suggest that we take it offline, they'll like disappear. Wow. It's weird. I don't like, so I'm on Total my one way street, just trying to get like, make yeah, me feel like, good. Yeah. Are they, like talk please? to me. Yeah. Are they secretly married? Themselves? <laughs> yes. I know. Like maybe there's a secret girlfriend. I don't know. Oh. I'm not going to like air any no. dirty laundry, but like, yeah, oh. I noticed that was a bizarre thing. Like a lot of people just want me to pay attention to them, but they won't actually like take me out. That's so mm. pussy. Very 2023 phenomenon. I feel like. Yeah. But like these are guys with like a lot of fucking followers, right. but maybe, th- maybe they are bad offline and they're great <laughs> online. Maybe I would say a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, we don't mean bad. Good. We mean bad, bad. We mean like they suck. That's yeah. crazy. And are lame. Could you, loser. Could, you ever, could you ever truly date a normie civilian or does do you, do you actually, do you no, prefer a guy I, with like a semblance of clout or do you want no, like some I fucking want, middle management Floyd who, you know, has like I, 800 followers? Look, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm putting myself at risk for saying this, but like, no, I want someone who's plugged in like we are. I want someone to like go to events with and like. Some arm candy. Yeah. But also, okay. I'm going to say this on the record. Go off. I, it's all on the record, speaking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the record for no, I mean, almost like, an hour. I've never, said, I've never said this, but like, uh, I want someone who's fucking stoked on me. And Ooh. I want someone who's going to parade me around to these events and want to bring me to parties. Like, I understand that we're all about playing it cool now, but no, someone needs to be like, that's my girlfriend. That's I'm my so, she's so You're hot. She's so cool. Ooh, like, yeah, okay. I'm going to show her off. That's what I want. Brenda, None of this, like, I'll hang out with you in secret at like yeah. 11 no, p.m. Bullshit. No, no, no. Fuck that. Link after. Brenda hashtag said that uh, despite all the negative things about dating a guy in fashion or like in, in media or pop culture, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, it, they at least like understand it's like, no, this event isn't superfluous. I know they know that what I do is not frivolous. And mm-hmm. I have gone on some dates with some normies who like really don't think it's charming when I talk about Blink-182 on a date. And like, <laughs> fucking assholes. you know, like I just don't want to have to feel stupid ranch, um, because <laughs> that's really, that's really something important to me. Like I want a partner who will make me feel seen and heard and understood and not felt, not feel like I am like yeah. a superficial ditz or bimbo or whatever. Cause I like fashion and pop culture. And right. Just all cause of you're that not stuff. a doctor or a lawyer yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Are you back on the apps? I've never not been on them. Oh, shit. You're glad <laughs> for punishment. Um, I will say I'm a very passive app user. Um, Papper. I like go on to see if anyone of interest has liked me, but I, I don't know. I haven't gone to dating app date. Any celebs uh, hit your Raya? Okay. So let's go. I have never matched with a celeb on Raya. It took me three years for John Mayer to come up and he did not match with me. Damn. And I am devastated. Oh, I should have, I just, I should have immediately just hit the direct message. Cause I've never direct messaged anyone on Raya, 
But um, what would your wait. what would your line would have been like? How long would have you had to come up with? Yeah, what, like how would you ri- how would you riz up the yeah. get John Mayer? I don't fucking know. Name drop, know me, Fry. Yeah, like, what do you do? Would you just DM someone on Raya. Um, so if they come up, you can like either heart them or you can send them a little message. I think that's like the shooting your shot button, but you you usually have to pay for that. But I've never done it, so I think I have my one free mm. DM still. Ooh. I'm saving it for when Mayor comes back right, around. Right. When we run it back. <laughs> so is apps the preferred way of meeting guys? Or I've been like- leaning into getting set up. Oh, right, nice. for sure. Uh, various degrees of success, because mm. I feel like if people don't know me that well, and they set me up with like a nice Jewish guy, you know, right. like that's generally right. what I get. You're anti-Semitic, so that would be a no. tough look. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Uh, okay, but like, I, I don't know. That's not really my vibe. Okay. I want a bad um, boy. Or Who's actually a good boy. Yeah. A bad boy with a heart of gold. Yeah. Like John Mayer. <laughs> Wait, so if someone like is just like a general acquaintance and they like throw a setup in your face, you still just like roll the dice, like fuck yeah. it, we ball. Okay. Yeah. So you're open. I also am just like a delight on a date. So yeah. like I can go and like have not a have time. a bad time. Right. Get a free meal. Or, or you I mean, most men don't take me to dinner. What? They should. They'll take me to drink. Uh, First date dinner is a bit. Is that crazy? Um, I feel like you can't, really um, can't really get out of it quickly. You can't yeah. I feel record. like if you are <laughs> stuck there for like a full dinner, it could yeah. be. But yeah, I, I I see every interaction as a chance to make a new friend. Okay, that's nice. I generally have a pretty good attitude about it, um, despite <laughs> how it may have sounded by my experiences. But um, yeah, it's never bad to go out and just meet someone. And so yeah, you're making a lot of friends, then. <laughs> I mean, kinda. Okay, that's good. At least, what sets some parameters if somebody is looking to set up Alyssa? Like, do you have an ideal age range? Do you have a salary range? Um, any physical require like a minimum like. Short kings, like so. I I don't really have a type. I've been told this. She ain't um, got no type. Oh, I okay. Bad we're boys. Gonna, we're gonna dial this back. I'm gonna like. tell you two really good reads that have happened to me in my life lately. Okay. Okay. The last time I saw my mom, we were talking about dating. I was seeing somebody at the time, and she go. I was describing him she goes Alyssa you love a bro oh and I'm like oh no she's so right um so I marry (laughs) my ex-husband's fraternity brother we met at a fraternity Mm. party and then the guy I was seeing who who you both know uh, I think he would self-identify as an art bro um so like there's definitely bro vibes um but I think unfortunately I'm very attracted to that like loud mouth big personality kind Mm. of thing Fellas, show up to the first date with Alyssa with a beer funnel. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, beer bong. <laughs> one of the helmets, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I think that's a pattern I need to break. Is the point? And then, oh, okay. Yeah. So the second time I got read to filth was by someone who I mentioned earlier, <laughs> Tyler McCall. Yeah. Um, we were at a brand dinner not too long ago, and I was talking um to some newer friends at the table. Former I think, dates. No, we uh, actual friends. Wait, what? You're saying like when you oh go no on no dates, like uh, we were at a brand dinner, so it was yeah. like girls who are editors or whatever. The girlies. Another, the girlies, and we were talking about dating. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift came up, and I was saying I really would love to date a himbo. I've never dated a hot guy, and Tyler interjects like, "Yep, that's true." Oh, <laughs> you're always dating down. Damn. Apparently, bro, what the hell? I What's know. wrong with you? That's I don't. 
I don't know. That's some psychological say, thing I need to but you untangle did say too. That you want to be like the arm candy and showing off. And that's easier if you're dating a fucking troll. No, no, no. I, I just think that generally yeah, she wants I'm to be proud of her, not hide tr- her. Yes. That is what I was going for with that. But I generally have been more drawn in by someone's persona not than their, their looks. Mm. Um, the bro, the bro thing was really, so you, you know, love ugly bros. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Oh, dude, dude, this audience is foaming at the mouth right now. <laughs> Catch her before she fucking really fixes herself, guys. Catch me before ugly. John Mayer finally matches yeah. with me on Catch Raya. Her if you can. <laughs> Frothing at their ugly little fucking pig mouth. Wow. But I think, Dating down? No, and dumb. I think someone. No, dumb, I will. I, I draw the line at dumb. Oh, damn. Um, Wait, but, you, but a himbo. So what about a hot, dumb guy? Could I be, think I could have a little fling. I'm not, I'm not one for flings, right. but I feel like maybe that's what I need right now, especially mm-hmm. because. I'm unemployed and I got to figure my shit out there. How Alyssa um, got her groove back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Travis Kelsey style. <laughs> no, no thoughts, just vibes. <laughs> um, so right now, is that what you're looking for? You're just looking for illiterate, some, some good piping? Six, like, five. <laughs> Wait, what did you is say? Is that what you're looking for in a guy right now? Just like a good, a good piper? <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Yeah. As long as he is nice to me. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. Sure. Right. What are your um, biggest icks and red flags with guys? Ooh, Icks. Yeah. Okay, so because you must have I am picked so- up a whole slew of new icks after going on this dating spree, right? Yeah. Um, I will say a big ick for me, and I'm sorry to all of the people at this table. Um, oh. I feel like having a maybe unhealthy relationship with drugs and alcohol mm. is a big ick for me. I'm looking around. <laughs> yeah. Where's the guy who did this? We're all looking for that guy. <laughs> like, okay, um, like enjoying partying a I bit too can't, much. Yeah, like I feel like I want someone who will not waste at least one weekend day just being hungover. Oh, right. Especially at like our age where that hangover could be like the whole weekend to be yeah. honest. And be so, <laughs> so I just find that to be very unattractive. Oh yeah. shit. Um, Y'all got to go to the farmer's market. Honestly, yeah. I might need to hear this dude. This is good. And <laughs> this is an intervention. <laughs> yeah, Jenna, Jenny can come in. <laughs> oh no. Jenna oh, and I dad. did not talk about this beforehand, no. um, but you're welcome. Thank you. Um, um, and then something else, and like this is perhaps going to get me in trouble. Um, too much Instagram activity as a man Ooh, is a huge yeah. ick for me. Why are you as a man looking at other men's photos? How well, much is no, too much? I How just much I just find that a, a man a who is in look, I don't want to have a boyfriend or a husband who I have to worry about them being in like all the e-girls DMs. Oh, like, it's more of a, like, I what, just about, what feel, about liking their photos? I don't like that because obviously there's like, bookmark it. Don't there's like a, it. there's a suggestiveness to it. And also I feel like Instagram is a very easy way for men to get validation and fill the bottomless pit of need inside of them. And I do not want right. to align myself with a man who is insecure. You're I need a secure king. Also, also yeah. will, uh, can very easily skew their reality and like make them think the grass is greener or the grass is yeah. thicker. You yeah. Know? I, I, How much is too much Instagram? I feel like if I, I'll know it when I see it. Okay. But so it's, I, not a ti- it's not a time yeah. thing. It's not like- no, it's a like when you're on there, what are you doing on there mm. kind of thing. When I'm the cat's at, away type shit. Yeah. I'm looking uh-huh. at you, uh, Kith Birkenstocks. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, I'm they, just, I'm that's sending, what they all I'm sending say. sending goat emojis to the bros, Alyssa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So too much getting fucked up and too much IG. Also, I just think that I am at a point in my life where I want someone who is 
<laughs> this is going to sound like a TikTok therapist, but I just need someone who shows up for themselves in a way that I show up for myself. Mm. Like I want someone who has their shit together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's hard to find, mm. especially in this city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This shithole in the circles we run in, which yeah. we kind of alluded. God to. damn. All right, we'll say, we'll say you do get set up with somebody. That, also, uh, yeah, I'll I'm just going. I'm just going to say this. Yeah. Um, dating is also a minefield because if you bruise the wrong man's ego, you're in trouble and you will find out later that he's spreading lies about you around town. Yikes. OK, so yeah. that is it's just, a small city. Yeah. So it's just like hmm. you kind of have to approach every interaction with like a. A little bit of latent fear. Like, is this Kid man? Gloves. Yeah, is this man gonna like but is that, fuck up my shit if I reject him? Because that, that happens is, sometimes. But that onus is on you as the woman to like treat the well, unfortunately, ego with yeah, unfortunately uh, for self preservation, yeah, because you don't know what Fellas, a man will do. Self preservation Stop is the aim, dude. A yeah. fucking sucker. I just, I just wanted to say that on oh here. What's? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's say there's a guy listening. None of these icks, red flags, parameters. He's not a nice Jewish boy. Um, none of these apply. <laughs> you to can him. be a Jewish boy, just like but not a nice. nice. Have some, yeah. have some flavor. Mm. Have some swag. Some paprika. Yeah. Be a spicy Jewish <laughs> yeah. guy. Never have been bar mitzvah. Yeah. Be pastrami, oh not corned beef. Um, <laughs> what's a good first date that you would love the guy to show up in? And then first date like, fit. And then, first date fits. Yeah, that's what I'm sorry. First date fit. And maybe like, what shouldn't he show up in? Or what's like a fashion, a fashion fit. red flag almost. You know, maybe this is personal growth, but I don't pay that much attention to what a man is wearing on the first date. That's as long as bullshit. he looks as, as that's some what shit? Bullshit. No, as long as the clothes fit well okay. and they don't look cheap. Right. I Philip Pine ain't cheap. I know. <laughs> I I have never gone out with a man who showed up in Philip Pine. Never to my dated knowledge. a Russian drug dealer? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe it will after this. Yeah. Maybe maybe I need some stories for the memoir. Yeah. Uh, we know a guy. We know a guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like just dress like an adult. Put some product in what your shows hair. Shows up in a fucking put, suit. Is that too much? I feel like we had this exact conversation the last time I was on the pod. Oh, no, I've we're also updating it. Um, At least we're consistent. I feel like uh, I like a nice sweater and a nice fitted pair of jeans, maybe some loafers, mm. um, put some product in your hair, wear some cologne, um, what's hold, your, hold cologne my choice. I actually don't know a bunch of men's colognes. Okay. What, what do you guys wear? Are you not, are you gatekeeping? I no, I, I put it in our little newsletter, which is actually gate kept by. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh. um, I think, yeah, I think sneaky. if a man smells nice, I okay. give him a hug goodbye, it's, like it's, linger a little bit. It's really this, nice. It's diptyque. That's where okay. we're at right now, which I'm not bragging about or anything. Um, as for you like the sample vial from a Sephora. first date plan, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I just want I just want to feel like you feel lucky that I am taking time out of my precious day or precious time out of my day to spend with you. Right. Like maybe send me a car. Definitely, Ooh. definitely make a reservation. If you don't have a reservation and we have to wait, I will be annoyed with you. Well, that's just fucking. That's well, a fuck -ass move, even with me. the broskies. <laughs> yeah. Just showing just, up, being like, "Ah, oh, we're waiting two hours." Yeah. To get into Raoul's. Um, I also. I also feel like there's got to be places in New York that you take a first date, so you're like seen with them. Finale. Is that <laughs> is that the deal? Like, I don't think I've ever been taken on a date to one of those places, but I'm sure they exist. Like no one's but, ever uh, taken. Well, I did go on a first date once. Um, it was very soon after my 
divorce and he wanted to go to servos because it was right after that New York magazine thing. I think you were in it. I was in it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Hmm, I wonder who that guy was. Yeah, um, was it? But you couldn't make reservations at the time, and he lived in Brooklyn, and I live in the East Village, so I was like the one who had to go wait in line. What? Whoa, dude! (laughs) Because he was in traffic. (laughs) I said, "Listen, I'm in a car, and I'm on my way, but I'm in traffic. Why don't you Uh wait in line?" Yeah. So the I did go on another date with him, which. That's I, on like, you. It was, a, it was shrimp, a setup. The shrimp and, was hitting. The shrimp was hitting. No, it was a oh. setup. And I really like oh, the person who set up. Oh, God. Uh, I really liked the person who set us up. Did you, like the, did you like the servos? Yeah. What do you get? What was the order? I don't remember. How long did you have to we wait? We definitely got shrimp. Uh, we didn't have to wait because I was there right when no, the fucking doors opened. Oh, like how long were you waiting for him? Like waiting around 15, 20 minutes. Uh, that's, that's not so bad. No, it's still annoying though. It was oh, annoying. I'm just it saying, was I'm annoying. Not, we're not talking two hours. Here. Yeah. Is that like a, have you been on a, a really bad first date recently? I don't think I've ever been on a bad first date. What? That's how good you're you are so dating? blessed or at dates. No, it's yeah. I just <laughs> elite. It's you're the, you're the Michael Jordan yeah. of first. I dates. mean, part of the reason I got into journalism is because I love sitting and talking to people and asking them about themselves. And Obviously, I've had some duds who are fucking boring and lame and have like nothing going for them. But like, I still can talk to you for two hours and it'll be fine. You really are doing it. seems like in a lot You're of all the work. I like, I know. I, I, I often sorry. feel like no, it's fine. I leave first date and I was putting on a show. Mm. I do feel that way. Is that like you scratching a certain itch that like because we're talking about how like you maybe feel like a little shy or a little bit not as confident or you don't want to put yourself out there, but on the first date, that's your stage. Yes. And I also kind of try to get a lot of my quote unquote baggage out of the way early. Like I usually, <laughs> oh, I usually go. bring up breast cancer and divorce on the first date. Wow. Cause like I want to scare, first? I want to scare the <laughs> man away. The if he's going to timeline or do you just um, lead with divorce? Well, okay. So usually <laughs> I lead with you. divorce <laughs> And when the person's like, oh, you got married so young, like whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah, well, I got cancer when I was 21 and he stayed with me and that like expedited thing. So it kind of comes up Damn. naturally. You're looking for a baggage handler. <laughs> you gotta, it's like your TED talk. I'm not trauma dumping. Right. Because it, it comes and goes very quickly. But I'm like, I don't want this man to stick around if he Do thinks this is too much. Do guys react poorly? Or- I've had some men react weirdly to the breast cancer thing. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That's more that than the divorce. Uh, I, w- I would say this is like once we move past the first date and have gone on to like me taking my shirt off. Mm, I see. Interesting. Okay, more that than the divorce. Um, yeah. The divorce doesn't really. The divorce doesn't seem to get much of a reaction. I feel like it is a very common. Thing. Yeah, I guess at this point, right? Like everyone's half of everyone's parents. I do, and I, what I kind of say is divorce a divorce themselves. at my, you know, at my age was just divorce a very anxiety. expensive breakup. Yeah. Like an yeah. extremely, right. Honestly, it's extremely expensive breakup. All right. Less expectations, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. So besides a nice sweater and smelling good, what are some <laughs> trends in fashion you would love to see guys lean into as we head into 2024? Hmm. Men's fashion. I feel like I have lost a little bit of my. Yeah, I haven't been as up to date on men's fashion as I once was. Is there a similar thing as quiet luxury happening for men like it is for women? Yeah, straight. Okay. Straight up. Cuccinelli. Straight up. I'm into that. And I really. Yeah, I am. I just I've always kind of been someone who doesn't love 
labels. Sure. Um, I thought it was very jarring when there was that period in like 2016, 17, 18, where everything just had like giant Balenciaga on it. Um, Lawrence has a lot of words on him right now. Yeah, but tasteful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, five, six, like eight or nine words. They're all tasteful words. (laughs) But it has been kind of a nice palate cleanser for me to see a little bit of that dissipate. Yeah. Um, sure. And I'm also kind of curious to see if um, this insane infestation of like vintage shops keeps happening. Like, oh, you're in the heart of it. I know. I really there's either a smoke shop or a vintage shop (laughs) or both on every block in my neighborhood. And obviously they're the ones who are really excellent curators or whatever. But I'm. Are these a front? Like, what's going on? Uh, they're they're not a front because they are selling drugs, but they yeah. don't have the license. <laughs> they don't have the licenses to sell. Wait, drugs. they sell drugs and the vintage stores? Not just, no, 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 the, the Zaw stores. Yeah, it's not just Rick oh, and Morty bombs. Oh, got yes. it. Okay, actual bud. Right, yeah. but vintage what stores? A- I think are just uh rich parents. Got it. Okay, because there's the, one that opened also, like just, around the corner from me that I'm like, this stuff is ug- like objectively ugly. That's the point. Yeah, that's but also like there's NYU kids in your neighborhood. That's yeah. true. With, uh, who want, either want the ugly yeah. stuff or don't have the taste to not want the How ugly they're staying in business. Like think of the ugliest pair of jeans you've ever seen. And if they charge a kid 300 bucks, who's then, you know, using his mom, dad's credit card, they're fucking good. They're yeah. Good to go. It has been interesting to watch. Uh Friends of the Pod revamp oh. Madewell and J. Crew mm. men's. Mm. I think that's been yeah. fun to see. Mall brands. Um, yeah, and, mall brands. Yeah. And it's, I think. Cheap, quiet luxury. Well, it's quiet luxury if you're poor. Sure. Sorry, not poor. That's that's classic. Your money challenge. If you're a broke boy. If you're a suck you're ass. broke ass. A broke ass. And, on the, and on the women's side, it has also just been interesting to see J. Crew kind of leaning into what maybe Revolve and some of the other Who's internet woman, first Olympia brands. Yeah. It, right? um, some of the internet first brands were doing with like the influencer trips where, you know, mm-hmm. you're seeing product in context. So they're shooting the catalog with the people on the press trip, which I think is a really good way to like drag out your you know <laughs> length of time expenses. you're like yeah I was gonna say great. make the budget scratch yeah <laughs> um but that has been interesting Fucking to Gumby. watch what do you think um, of my uh my uh pyramid of women's brands that are like um of like cool girl shit where it's like it's Phoebe Philo yeah right? the row mm-hmm. and you got I would I would love a man to take me shopping at the row if anyone's oh, listening okay, to this yeah, take, take <laughs> I don't know spellers. I know so cozy where you at <laughs> Uh, Katie, Katie, Kate, 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 Kate is great, but yeah. the price is, it's, yeah, it's insane. Crazy. Like I went in the store semi recently on one of the nice days for the cuck olive tree. And mm-hmm. it was just like, are you out? Like it's yeah. St. Laurent, Celine really? level prices. But yeah. just for like basic ass jeans. Right. Yeah. And like, look, if I could afford to go to Celine and buy jeans and a blazer, I would, sure. but I can't. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm more of like. And I think I've talked about this on this pod before, but I'm definitely more current Celine than a Phoebe Philo Celine mm-hmm. devotee. Did like you want that's any just the not new Phoebe. Um, it's just not for me. Right. I appreciate it on others, and I also am very petite, and like the things of Phoebe's that I've tried on swallow me. Like I can't do the whole Olsen thing. Like mm-hmm. I've tried, Looking but I'm not like petite. I'm not petite hat. in the correct way, I guess. Right. Or maybe well, this is just, <laughs> this is my uh confidence really coming out here um but yeah no it's just not for me okay so it's phoebe yes slash the row yes. up top then it's kate yes kate? kate's great okay kate uh totem 
all kind of the same thing. You Gani. Know? Aritzia. You didn't mention. Gani. No, not yet. <laughs> oh. Not there yet. Gani. Okay. Uh, Aritzia, Reformation, Courtney Kardashian's jean brand. Okay. Uh, Good American Chloe. Good American Chloe. There it is. Um, That's the brand name? Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. The fuck? Will you explain? Oh, and then Brandy Melville okay. at the bottom. And then Brandy Melville. Okay. I I shop at Brandy Melville. <laughs> we all shop at Brandy Melville. I mean, um, who, who amongst us has it? I, I do feel like a very telling thing about that brand pyramid. It's like <laughs> there's very high end and then there's very low end and there's almost nothing in between and that therein lies oh, yeah, the that's problem. That's because I'm not, I don't fuck with mid. I'm right, but like, where does someone like me shop? It's like, <laughs> where is it? Head to toe, Brady Melville with the with the, Phoebe, with the big Phoebe coat right now, dude, and the Kate the Kate bag. Yeah, so like, <laughs> Kate not hanging out the right side. Where does an unemployed fashion enthusiast like myself buy clothes? Oh, that's a great point. Our legacy, I don't know. So it's kind of like it's like upper. I have to look at the. Um, Acne Studios type of level, and I feel like there's there's things from there that I like. I like their jeans a lot, and I liked that const right. So it it has been hard for me to shop. So I've been really leaning into trying to only shop vintage because I can get like a Burberry stores on your corner. No, uh, like if I'm going to a different city, like I will make oh, a sure, day, totally. and like I'm in LA, I'll go to the vintage stores that my friends will tell me about. We're getting merch at the bins. Yeah, yeah. get the merch um, at the Zaw store. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I just I have found that over the past several years I've not shopped a ton and that's because the things I want and the things I know that are going to be good quality are perhaps out of my price range uh, yes. or they already exist or in the, a yes. vintage form. Yeah, and I need okay, mm-hmm. in my unemployed state, I need to get better at eBay. Mm. Oh, yeah, for Do sure. You fuck with real real or is that too fugazi? Um, I offload a lot of my stuff on uh the real real, but I haven't had a ton of luck shopping on there. I, right. I return a lot. What about um, Vestier? I've actually never shopped on there before. Okay, maybe they should uh, pay you for. A maybe spot. they yeah. should. And they could pay you in credit. Yeah, Alyssa, I want to talk about uh the big D, your divorce. Okay, not the <laughs> penis. Um, what was the biggest insight you gained from going through a divorce as someone in her mid thirties? Hmm. I actually learned Early a lot 30s. from my divorce. Uh, yes. Um, I think I left my marriage when I was 30, 32, 33. Mm, same age Jesus was when he was fucking um, crucified. This is a Die hard question, but I will just start talking and I'm Let's sure go. the wisdom will flow. Yeah. Yep. Um, like the Nile. You cannot help someone who will not help themselves. Bars. Um, Big bar. You love is not enough. Bars. That is like a real thing. And like, if love was enough, I would still be married. Um, but I just think there's also a lot to be said for growing apart and growing in different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you got married so young. We did. And also like you have, again, like what I was saying about how I want someone who's like stoked on me and proud of me and all of these things. It's hard to be, you know, working really hard and have your partner not really proud of respect you what you're or doing. respect you yeah. and like I'm going to tell this story and it's a sad story okay. um, when I got my last job uh, I was at Fashionista and I got poached and I was really proud of myself and it was like a huge like salary jump a huge title jump like all of these things like I called my my mom was the first person I called I called her crying I was so happy all these things the next person I called was my ex-husband obviously he was like very happy for me. Do not get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But 
cut to after I got divorced, my mom told me, I, I, Alyssa, I really wanted to send you like a beautiful bouquet of flowers when you got that job and like a congratulatory gift. But I knew your ex wasn't going to do anything and I didn't want to make him feel bad. So I didn't send you anything. Damn. So you blocked your mom's shine. Damn. By blocking that's your like shine. Very real. And like, you also, can Alyssa, be. We, we were going to send you a bouquet from uh, throwing fits right. too, but we didn't, we didn't want, want to. I we know. But like, there's <laughs> there's nothing lonelier than being in a bad relationship, and I mm. think that is That's why I am so happy right now. Is that the episode of the uh, title of the episode? There's nothing lonelier than being in a bad relationship. <laughs> featuring. Oh, <it's> You're so happy right now. <laughs> yes, I'm. That is know. a sad story that your mom couldn't show up for you like she wanted because she was like, "Well, this guy is—he's gonna feel a some type loser. of way." About it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, um, did they or- ever side channel and she was like, "Yo, bro, fucking step it up." Like, did your on. parents like this guy? No. Okay, there you go. So, okay, look, I I don't want to say that it was always bad because it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And like he stepped up for my family in a way that we would have never expected when I was sick and he was there. And in a way you would never expect it because the expectations because were so low of an expectation of a 24 year old frat okay. boy, Touché. you know, um, I'm hating. <laughs> so yeah, I think that, and I, I think this is going to sound really fucked up, but society tells women or people like you look for someone who was going to be there for you in sickness and in health and all of this stuff. And like, he fit that description. So like, like yeah. when a lot of things, when the wheels started to like fall off, mm-hmm. there was that echo in my marriage. Like, mm. but I stayed with you when I had cancer and this and that. And mm. like, it's Guilt that's trip. not a reason to stay with someone. And also like, you should be for me, be here for me also now. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, I'm with you. And I think for whatever reason, and there are some reasons I don't want to get into here, but like we grew very much apart. We were living separate lives. We mm-hmm. would spend almost every day and night apart. Um, the reason I got my dog was because I was so lonely yeah. and I wanted someone to be happy to see me when I got home and like someone to be there when I woke up in the morning. Right. And I love her to death, but you know, like a dog's not a person. No, a dog's not a person. And I know They're I, des- I deserve, yeah, they <laughs> are, but also I deserve Right. Someone who's going to like be there for me and show up for me and also just like be kind yeah. and be honest and not lie to me and cover up shit. And I, I don't know. It's just it was unhealthy and it was taking a real toll on me. And it was it was hard and scary, but I left and thank God I had a great support system. Right. Um. Yeah, it, it really not. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, she she was. Oh, my God. She definitely saved also. my life. Times. A few times. Good um, time, but yeah, my parents were like there in a heartbeat. They let me live with them while I got my like act together. Mm-hmm. Cause I will say I was in like a little bit of a coma there for a while. It was like I was not well. Right. Um yeah, so I, I learned a lot, but also I just know that like I don't have to. This is gonna sound crazy because like I should have no, known that I don't have to put up with this kind of shit, but right. like you don't when have to so put up with that, right. Just because you took a vow or just because, right. Just because you took a vow or because you like made promises to each other. That doesn't mean like you have to stand by while someone is like, right. Fucking up your shit. Is that your biggest piece of advice you give to someone that's maybe on the cusp of marriage or is married already? It's like, you don't have to put up with. I think my biggest piece of advice is you deserve happiness. Mm. And if it's not 
in your relationship then find it elsewhere through yeah. copying clothes. Mm. Yeah, maybe hindsight really fill is the void up. Fill yeah. the void elsewhere. Yeah, but don't go to if you're a man who needs the void filled. Don't go to Alyssa's DMs because we've already established yeah, no. right. it's not right. there. Right. Uh-uh. It ain't happening for you, yeah. fucking loser. It's not. Instead of there, go to shape up, ship out. <laughs> go to the essence sales. Just jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Alyssa. So let's stop looking backwards. Let's let's look forward for a little bit. Like, do you have a New Year's resolution that you know we are going to check in a year from now and make sure that you held yourself to it? Um. Yeah, I think my New Year's resolution is that for the first time ever, I'm going to bet on myself. Mm. Like, I feel like I need to stop being so sheepish and mm. like. No more pussy th- shit. If I think about it, I really have done some crazy shit over mm. the past 10 years. And I have been in rooms with people who I would have never expected to be in rooms with. And I don't think I really give myself enough credit. And I've done a lot of interesting things and I've written some really smart things. And I don't know, I think kind of like we were talking about before, um, my, my divorce really, I don't know if my divorce confidence hit was worse than my layoff one. I think so. Yes. For different reasons, obviously, but like, it is kind of baffling just to hear you not consider yourself the legend that we do and that we know that the, the audience and other people in the industry do. So it is just like a little, there's like a disconnect here. Right. But I also just kind of think I am uncomfortable with self-promotion, which is why I really wanted to come back on here and mm. kick kick the machine into gear. But yeah, um, divorce really shattered my confidence in a way um, that, you know, it also since we're being vulnerable here, mm-hmm. we're just going to say it. It's like, you know, I had breast cancer. I was married. Uh, I have to date now and like I've had a mastectomy and that's like a really fucking weird thing to have to go into a new relationship dealing with. So I think I've kind of come on the other side of that. Um, but also it kind of makes you feel unlovable in certain ways or this, that, and the other. And then getting laid off from your job, it's like, do I suck at my job? Am I stupid? Um, Damn. you know, I'm not worthy of employment or like whatever. So jobs. I know those are just yeah. setbacks and yeah, right. life is just a series of setbacks. So it truly is. Life is a highway. And then you die. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully sooner rather than later. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to go into 2024 with uh, just like, let's fucking do this. Like, I'm cool. I'm great. I'm funny. I'm pretty. Let's bang, let's get bang, this money. Yeah. So what let's get you, me a boyfriend. <laughs> so what do you Money. Boyfriend. <laughs> Bags. It. Yes. Confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you doing then? Maybe in your personal life, maybe in like the professional sense. What are we doing to get the mind right to make sure that that mindset is fucking locked in for next year? Um, I feel like I've been doing a lot of um a lot of socializing with people who I don't know that well. Oh, nice. Like making new friends. Um, that's been Is that hard as an adult? No. Damn. It's actually, it's actually quite easy. It is. Um, I feel See okay. Another thing <laughs> that hap- was a side effect of my divorce. You know that scene in American Psycho where uh Patrick Bateman and Reese Witherspoon are breaking up mm-hmm. and she's like, Well, you can't break up with me. Like my friends are your friends. Right. But he's like, You can have them. That was me <laughs> in my divorce. So oh, I had to make yeah. all new friends. But you were also I had like, already friends. I had friends. But you were like, you can take it's I'm good. No. I mean, there's some that I miss and I feel like there's a weird bro code going on between my ex and his friends who are 
married to a lot of the friends in that oh, group. Okay. So like, I can't really see them if the boys are around. Mm. Um, but like, Fellas they don't really precedence. make time for Fellas. me and that's well, fine. And like yeah. they have kids and you know, I've just kind of had to really lean into new friendships and but it's been, it's been beautiful. The friends I've made great. in the last like two years, I would say are some of the best Who's friends your, I've had. Who's your best friend? I don't think I have a best friend, but I have a lot of one, a, a handful of wonderful friends who I trust you know with who, all of my secrets. You know who's your best friend? Me. Leche. Girl, I was going to say that girl staring back at you in the mirror. That <laughs> Me. Wo- no, that woman. And also, yeah, yes. obviously yeah. Leche. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've had to do that. And also just kind of like here, I'm being extremely vulnerable on this yeah, podcast. This and I feel like that has attracted the right type of person oh, into my life yeah. because like sure. empaths, I don't really like to be friends with someone and try to get to know them. And like, they don't reveal anything personal about themselves. Cause they have this like perfectly curated image that they don't want someone oh, to get behind geez. or they're too cool or this or that. That's what close like, friends is for. But also <laughs> it's just like, what what's the point of me like sitting here and having this heart to heart with you? If you re- totally. re- reveal no, no, nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. And that sucks. That's so, just a waste of time. But yeah, I Especially think. Especially if we're not even fucking after. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think um, kind of just letting people see the real me post-divorce, like very early on in a friendship and them liking that. Yeah. That's built me back up. And Hell also yeah. I work out a lot and I just feel in peak physical condition. What's your workout, go, what's your workout regimen? Um, Pilates twice a week and soul cycle two or three times a week. But Damn. that's going to have to go. Yeah, yeah, that's unless Soul Cycle starts gifting me classes, which Soul I Cycle. will. I will do Soul Cycle SpawnCon. How much is Soul Cycle class these days? That was well, I buy Soul them Cycle in bulk, okay. and there's <laughs> they are creeping up in price. Um, I think even when I buy them in bulk, it evens out to like thirty three or thirty four class. Damn, really? But it holds me so accountable. Like I go years ago when I was on my Soul Cycle shit years ago, it was like thirty five bucks a lesson. So it really hasn't no, it, changed that much, has it? Um. I do feel like maybe when there was too much boutique fitness, it mm. like mm. kind of got down a little bit because the demand was like the, the supply was, you know, but um, yeah, we're I used to go to soul cycle classes and I would to be on like right at noon to sign up or I would get shut out. But almost wow. none of the classes I take are full now is working out and getting the endorphins from that all conference aside. Is that something that like is a tip that you would give to someone who's maybe like going through. It's like, like fucking oh my get God. physical. Yeah. Again, like I said, raw dogging this yeah. off without therapy. And I've been like, and also <laughs> without, um, I've been really careful not to lean too much. Like I will, I will fully admit that like the first two weeks after I got laid off, I smoked a lot of oh, weed. Damn. Like I don't really remember those two weeks. That much. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. Um, regular old Snoop yeah. deal. Double other G other than that, like I've been really trying no not to like store. a lot of people want to take you to drinks after you got laid off, get laid off. So yeah. like I did that for a while, but then I was like, I can't be drinking martinis three nights a week. Like I'm going to feel like shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel very, very good about recommending you just get moving. Like right. it has kept me, Pretty level. Get like, moving. Yeah. Um, Literally and figuratively, right? Like yeah. in the, on, on a stationary bike, in your mind, yeah. on a Pilates. Also, what are those things called? Machine? Reformers. Reformers. Um, but I also like- Get off like, your stationary bike because you ain't going nowhere. I also like <laughs> classes like SoulCycle because they blast music really loud and you 
can get out of your head. Mm, like if you want to, if you want to go hear the Addison Ray EP, <laughs> like a crazy <laughs> no, volume, not. Thank go you to for Soul Cycle. Yeah, um, my favorite activity. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, it seems like uh, Alyssa really is getting her groove back. That's it's, what we hope. Speaking yeah. of grooves. Oh, God. It is time to get to the next topic of the podcast, oh, which fuck. is called. Dead Wait, didn't we cover this with dating and divorce? We have for the past hour, but we want to have specific questions for you. That need okay. To, that need yeah. to be All right. Yeah, yeah. I it's, forgot yeah, about yeah. this Sucking one. Fucking yeah. and cheeks. <laughs> <Sex> and dating. <laughs> yeah. What is the way? And yeah. I don't think even though we've talked about dating and your love life, past, present, future. Um, we haven't really hit at the literal heart of it. What is the way to Alyssa Vingan's heart? Mm. What is the way to my heart? Um, Besides through your cardiovascular system. Yeah. Okay. I need a second. That's fine. Um, Some people say cooking, humor. You gotta cook good, laugh yeah. good, fuck good. Okay. Eat good. Humor is super important to me. I really need somebody who's going to make me laugh. But no goofies. Um, no, life gets tough, obviously. And like, if you, you can't laugh say. with the person that you're yeah. with, like, ugh, it is going to be a long, hard road. True. Life is a um, highway. I want to travel all I want someone long. who, like I said, is someone who shows up for themselves and has mm -hmm. their shit together and also is just really, really stoked on me. I want someone who feels lucky to be breathing the same air as me okay. every day. And I want someone that when they look at me, they could be looking at Cindy Crawford. Like Damn. that's how I want Cindy Crawford. to feel. Yeah. You want that, someone to- Kaya Gerber. Not Kaya Gerber. Okay, Kaya say. Gerber. Sorry. You um, want someone to drink your bath water is what you're saying. Kinda. Slurp it up. <laughs> Slurp it up. Did you see Oh, I did. Yes. Well, Florida is so hot though. So hot. So hot. Do you think hot. I could pull off an eyebrow stud? <laughs> Yeah. All right, hell yeah, let's go. Um, I I really wanted one of those when I was a teenager. My <laughs> mom made me promise to never pierce anything on my face. Really? Oh. Did you go through like a like two thousand pop punk goth girl thing? Because I know like obviously I did. Now. Like I was wearing like giant good Charlotte sweatshirts to wow. school for Hot a minute. Topic VIP yeah, uh -huh. neckties all Avril. Um, my mom wouldn't let me pierce anything on my face, but she oh, let bitch. me like get all these right, crazy right, right. Like she took me to this oceanfront like piercing shop in Virginia Beach oh, with this man with like huge gauges. <laughs> yeah. How much Hep C did you get? Shout from out that? fucking Virginia None, because he was a really lovely man. Oh. I forget his name. What was the worst? Um, First Looking back, what was the personal style phase you went through that like, made you cringe the hardest? Oh, I was like super into the denim mini skirt from Hollister with the Uggs, <laughs> like the calf like yeah, yeah, Uggs. Yeah. The yeah. shit that I rode hard for that. Um, like Kristen Cavallari core, oh, super into great. that. Um, back to what I look for in a man. Yes, um, I just humor. Yeah, and I I just want someone who's generally like a happy person. I feel like I've generally attracted in men who have like a dark cloud of gloom following them, oh, like shit. Eeyore vibes, but <laughs> I, not to go. <laughs> she wasn't dated donkey. Yeah. Damn, they're going no, to Eeyore like, core. I want someone who's God happy. Damn. Like I, considering I've been through some shit, like I generally have like. donkeys and get a golden retriever. Damn. Yeah, I want one of those. Like I'm pretty happy. <laughs> And okay, I feel like I, I have a, I've, I've been told I have good energy mm. and I'm looking for that as well. Like, I don't want someone who's going to bring me down right. when I see that. I know a couple feel good guys. Maybe I'll send a little uh, setup your way. Please do. I'm thinking of a certain yeah. guy who's nice on sticks. Little golfer, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he doesn't live in New York. I, yeah, but. But he's in and out. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we'll see. 
I just like the same height. And I also oh, yeah. think. Do you have a, wait, did we do height requirement? I don't have one. Oh. Is there such thing as too short or too tall? Well, I'm five three. Okay. So if a that man is, is five eight, like that's that's fine. Yeah. I've seen yeah. you with a couple below average height kings on your arm in the my, past. My my ex husband, I think what he says he was five nine. Oh. I nice. never fact yeah. I never fact checked yeah. that. Yeah, I never saw his driver's license. <laughs> Um, Anything else for? But yeah, I think a little bit of thoughtfulness goes a long way. Fellas, kind of going back brain. to what I was saying, the story I told about my mom right. and my job that I got. Um, make the person you're with feel special every once in a while. Yeah. Like it doesn't take a lot. Right, like right, right. if you're at a, should be like that guy in Love Is Blind who bought flowers for his fiance every month. I haven't watched that. They should didn't I? Didn't end up together. Oh, well, uh, wah, wah. this past Spoiler. season was this past season was mid. Um, but yeah, I just the person you're with should feel like you are choosing them every day. And like right. we were talking about with the IG, yeah. like the grass is always greener. There's always some other girl you be, can be flirting with, but like, I want to feel like I am the one that you choose to flirt with only. So let's say you ditch the ears. We got a positive guy. He's of any height known to man and you're feeling it right. And we're on date three. Yeah. What is Alyssa's slutty go to third date fit? I really don't dress slutty on dates. Maybe that's part of my problem. Denim skirt and Uggs. <laughs> yeah. no, Extra I, soggy. Whoa, who ordered up Kristen Cavallari? I'll, you know, if it's in the summer, I'll wear like a mini skirt. Sundress? No, I'm not a oh. sundress girl, but like I, I know Damn, I know men love a sundress, yeah. but like Jeez. I'm more of like a mini skirt type of lady. Um, I'll wear like a bodysuit and jeans in the winter. Um, maybe like a low cut top with a cardigan open. Ooh. I'm not, I just don't have a lot of slutty clothes. Okay. So let's say, um, a, I went through a corset phase a year or two ago. Oh, how'd that go? It was fine. That hurt. No, I just got skims, right? <laughs> like meow, meow corsets. All right, well, for the, for, I wasn't like copying the Vivian Westwood right, real right, right, right. stuff, no, which sure. I wish I would have. There's always still time. There's yeah. Still time. Absolutely. For, any, for any potential suitors, let's say that they don't have a mutual that can set them up. Let's say that they are a, a uh, good-looking fella who is happy and has her shit together and is funny. Has and a full sleeve. How if they <laughs> if they can't slide into the DMs because that's kind of an automatic. Okay, so you can slide into the DMs, but I will say like you will not get free attention from me. Right. Like you maybe will get like a little bit of banter. Like there are men who like like every single one of my IG stories, but have never <laughs> once tried to talk to me, and I'm just like, are you are kidding those guys? me? Name them. No, I feel like you're also I feel like this is maybe the the lack of confidence coming up. What's going to happen is there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to want to give you confidence. So what's the etiquette? How do they approach? Just don't be like thirsty. Try to tailor your thirst to the person who you are giving it to. Okay. So like, I don't know, mention <laughs> something that you thought that I I don't know. That was funny that I said or mm. made you change the way you thought about Good something. Joke, or, <laughs> no, I just I just feel like uh, people people online cast a wide net. And I think it's very obvious. Yeah. And, you know, I generally am more uh, I am more apt to reply to a DM if you've been following me for a while. And mm. like, I feel like I'm pretty funny on like IG stories or whatever. Sure. So like if you get a sense of my personality and you can like shoot yeah. the shit with me, I'm really into that. Should we leave pretty with quickly. a fire emoji react? Yay or nay? Okay. No. Here's a here's a question that uh, I think a lot of people would like to know. Maybe would like to find out for themselves. Let's be honest. How much pop punk music is on your sexy time playlist? 
zero. Okay. Yeah. I actually it's all John. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm actually yeah, not yeah. a big like let's turn on music girl. No one is. No I, one is. Thank you. I, I, I leave that up to the man. Like if oh. you if you're like into that. Fine, Freedom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give me something to break. <laughs> like Just one of those days. Yeah. Like if there's I don't know if I would get like so well, turned off was, or like out of it. Yeah. Out of it. Sorry. I actually listened to Limp Bizkit yesterday. So it's funny that you said that. But um, three dollar hot dog water. Or, or <laughs> no. Um, what was the one break stuff on? Uh, is that chocolate starfish? No, I think no, that's sweet billy. It's on the, okay. the next one. Yeah. So that was what I was listening to uh, on my walk yesterday. Um, <laughs> I I lost my train of thought here, but yeah, like well, I we all did. fucking a blink. I will, yeah, I will leave that up to because I also don't really, I don't invite men to my house. Oh, because leche? No, you don't I just like you don't get to be in my house. Ooh. Right, you gotta earn that. Yeah. What? How are the fellas doing in terms of interior decoration these days? Is it like do, do we do they have bleak. bed frames? Yeah, is it bleak? <laughs> yes, I've never. I have. I have yet to visit a man's house without a bed frame. Thank how many street, how many streetwear toys have you seen in your <laughs> single days? Honestly, none. Except Thank like God. coming over to a friend's house who okay. might have. What? Stop trying to find no, a streetwear toy. Right? I know. I am. I am. I was trying, but I I've been here. That's before. an MF I know that. That's art. Okay. I know. <laughs> Uh, we kind of this kind of got mentioned and then maybe glossed over because we were just getting so fucking deep. But I want to take it back to a superficial level. Considering your current status of unemployment, yeah, how important is it that a guy, or maybe regardless, regardless of where you're in life, how important is it for that guy to pick up the bill on the first day, whether it's dinner or drinks? I will be so turned off if you don't. Yeah, pick up the bill. I I think that's the craziest thing is a guy that is trying to go split skis or anything like that. Like, what is what do you think? And brother? again, I think it goes no, back. I to, it goes back to more no like you invited me here. I am taking time out of my day mm. to spend time with you. Is he like, not doing the same? He you he asked me out. Oh, true. What if I asked say? him out, I feel like there could be more of a conversation of like, should we split oh, it? Huh. But I don't ask men out. Oh. Mm. Oh, maybe I should. Yeah, maybe that's should. what. Maybe this is what I'm going to get constructive get group, group. criticism. I mean, we could just yeah. throw it on there. What were you? What was your thought on this? No, I was joking. I always, I always say, I got this. Let me get this. And then when she <laughs> says, "Oh no, like it's cool. we can split it," I'm just like, "You can get the next one." Shouty, I got you. Yeah. That's what Jake. You get, I like that. You get, you can get the next location, and then she doesn't. Oh. And, and, but then she doesn't because then I get it. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I ghost her. <laughs> <laughs> well, picked up the no, pilot no, that no, I ghost her. Alyssa, how much money don't you make? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I make zero dollars right okay. now. But the savings are looking robust. We don't need to get yeah. into figures. Yeah. But and yeah. like I got severance and I'm. Unemployment? Uh, I haven't filed yet. But oh, I, dude, free fucking hack. What do you what do you do? Yo, did you get skimped out on severance or can we not talk about this? Um. I mean, I, I, I feel like we can. I, I think I deserved more, but, yeah. you know, I'm. That's how I felt. Too. How are you not filing for uninsurance or unemployment though? It is free money. I know. I I just it's haven't America, like baby. there's a few things I haven't America. gotten oh, yeah, yeah. around to yet, and okay. that is one of them. We're still okay. We're still only like two months we're out. Processing. Yeah. We're processing. We're processing. Yeah. I didn't realize how recent it really was. Yeah. I saw you I two a bunch of times the week prior to my layoff. Mm. And, I mean, and we've we, seen you since, but yeah. Right. But Wait. also we like you, was that right before when we were at that dinner? Yeah, but okay. also none of us saw oh, that coming. Fuck. I'm no. sure that dinner was for another. We had another purpose for that dinner. I know it was yeah. great. Um, that was well, a good. It was a great dinner. Honestly, it was the best dinner I've ever yeah. had in my life. Yeah, <laughs> best brand dinner of all time. <laughs> it really was. So, 
What do you like to spend your money on these days besides like the essentials of like rent, your dog? Um, I spend, I know, like I mentioned this before, I spend a lot of, a lot of me, I'm, I look low maintenance, but I'm very high. Like it costs a lot of money to look like this. Laser facials, regular facials, Botox. I get lip filler once a a year. I get keratin treatment. Yeah, I get get less than a syringe in my lip. And then um, we put the rest and we fill in some wrinkles around my mouth. But that one syringe of filler is still like $700 or something. Pay by the syringe. Is that how the Mm -hmm. unit? The unit, baby. It's like gambling. We do it. And units, bro. I would, I would say for, for, for those who aren't, <laughs> um, for those who aren't as well versed in filler, I would say in order to have like noticeably plumper lips, you need at least a syringe and a half, maybe two. So right, like, right. I just do a little bit cause I like so how it looks. Start, can you not stop? Like, is it one of those? Where oh like- no, I, no, I, I've gone without okay. the last time I got it was in the summer. And the last time I got Botox was in, I think, July. Um, Well, the thing about Botox that's fun and filler is like the more you exercise, the quicker it metabolizes. So it doesn't last. So it's like all of the things that you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You have to choose between your ass and your face when you get older. That's what they say. Damn, dude. Um, I choose the ass. (laughs) Well, I ain't got no ass. So I'm going to be I'm going to be Um, the one the one thing I am really glad I did, because like I said, I was being very careful with money because I think subconsciously I knew something was going to happen as I took my self on a trip to Italy Mm. this summer to visit my friend, Jenny. Shout out, Jenny. Yeah, who's also a beautiful single woman. Mm. And we went to Portofino for a weekend, a long weekend, and had like a lovely time. Yeah. So I'm glad I got to do that because I don't know if there's a European trip in my future. We cruising this for some fucking greasy fucking. Giuseppes? No, we were not cruising. No. We were we were eat eating and drinking and chain smoking. <laughs> and on your white slippery ship. Luigi. Oh, um, that sounded a but bit. But Jenny got that was in, White Lotus. Jenny uh. got invited to um, kind of a funny little press trip that the Belmont Hotel in Portofino was mm. having. Maybe the most beautiful Iconic. property I've ever seen in my life. But we had like a lovely dinner with um, Harry Lambert, the stylist, yeah. and his partner. Like it, we just had like a great time. That sounds, the girls and the gays. That sounded it was like perfect. The best possible thing, like yeah. for that time. Yeah, yeah. They took us on like a boat cruise. Whew. Yeah, it was wonderful. Okay. Well, Alyssa, you are. In the process of getting Groove back, step one, come on Throwing Fits, the only podcast that matters. That's step one. Step two, question mark, step three, profit. <laughs> we would like to see you do so much better than you ever were before. Um, and we think you're on your way. And we would love to offer some constructive criticism. I, this is why I came here today. I think could <laughs> yeah, yeah. take you truly to the next level. Um, take it or leave it. Do I start an OnlyFans? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how, has it ever, uh, how rich are you trying to get, bro? Yeah. Try to be a millionaire or a, multi- or a centimillionaire. Yeah. Try to be a billionaire? Or- <laughs> Has that thought ever crossed your mind? Yeah. Not in earnest. No. I am too shy. Feet, 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 picks? feet picks? Um, A fun fact about me is that I have a WikiFeet page. I don't know who started it. Oh, but I feel like there floor. might there might be a future in me selling score? feet picks. No, I would like Lawrence to find out right now and is share it. Is it under your uh, previous, like your, your just married just name? Do, uh, We can do, but we can search both. I don't know. I don't. I do not know who made this. Uh, okay, hold on. Let's see here. Here we go, Alyssa Vinian. <laughs> Am you, I on there? You are. You you are, and you're currently oh, four no. out of five stars. Okay. Means, I need to step it up. Nice feet. Yeah. I step How many it photos up. are on there? I don't. Know. 
I'm are, they, are they just like IG screen? Yo, dude, voice. there's that. <laughs> okay, there are. <laughs> you have twelve. So there's twelve. Fo- there's twelve photos. Steve picks is how I'm going to pay my rent starting in March. Honestly, okay. All right. You have twenty six total votes. Okay. Work sex you, work. Want, you want the real shit? Yeah. Your full breakdown. All right. <laughs> Are there like reviews? Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Well, no, no, not like. But, all right. Of the twenty-six total votes, okay. Eight people said you have beautiful feet. That's Aww, as high thanks, as five guys. Eight like people third. said you had nice feet. Okay. Mm. Another third. Seven people said you had okay feet. Mm. One person said you had bad feet. Hater. Two people said you have ugly that's, feet. That's some hater shit right there. Yeah. I know my feet are cute. And I did ballet for a very long time. And it is a miracle that my feet are not more fucked up. Do so. you want to show your feet for the camera so that people can pay extra money? This is them? what's out there. These oh, are these are all Instagram, old. Right? Yeah. These old are shit. like. Yeah, Alyssa, so sh- no one has updated my wiki feet in like six years, it looks like. Alyssa, why don't you show your feet for the camera so that the editors gonna... of the wiki feed page have to mm-hmm. subscribe to the Patreon Ooh. to take the screen grabs. And then that way they update the wiki feed page, wiki feed page you get new reviews, you got a demand I'll for think some about paid it. content. I'll You're think saying. about it. Okay. Same. Is that your CC officially? No, my official CC okay. was uh, go in-house for Kylie Jenner or Kris Jenner and just run their content. Okay. Um, I don't know if I said this on mic or off, but I've heard that they don't pay that whole family. You said that on mic. Like they don't pay okay. that well or they don't pay period? I think it would be like a less than 100K situation. Damn. And that's not. I mean, that's how do you not, think they got, do you full think they time? Got, mm-hmm. How do you think they got rich? Yeah, true. A good solid point there. <laughs> what if you get like a discount of like their filler spot, their filler doctor? Um, Still not really not worth, worth it, it working right. full time for the. I feel like working for devil. any Jenner Kardashian owned property would be a very hard and for stressful the yeah. devil job. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. That's good advice. Um, all right. Originally, I was going to be like, you should become the editor in chief of our newsletter, the Thursday dumper now on Fridays <laughs> on patreon.com. It's, it's a link but, dump. But we alluded to the best brand dinner of all time. And I say this with true. This is a completely sincere, earnest thing. And uh, I watched both of you guys have an extremely radically honest, <laughs> fully open, emotionally vulnerable conversation up. between we, adults. an hour and 50 minutes. And it was so productive. And I didn't feel like I was watching a train wreck or I felt like a fly on the wall of real positive growth between adults. And I just think that you should continue with the radical honesty because for, as far as I can tell, it's only done wonders and positive things for all parties involved. It was great. Um. I will say this, and I feel like I've said this to like some close friends and my parents, but like if money was truly no object, I think I would just go back to school and maybe become a therapist Hell and yeah. just like what would you focus on relationships? No, I I don't know. I I didn't study psychology in school, so I would kind of wait for that to like find me. Mm. You could also um, have that typical college experience to just fuck your way through campus. As a PhD student, yeah, why not? Which you weren't um, able to. Uh, oh, because you. Uh, which you weren't I able to know. at you know undergrad. Yeah, um, they're trying to fuck your mind. But also, that <laughs> was just <sex>. like <laughs> communi- healthy communication. Yeah, honestly. But I will say, I learned a lot of that in the aftermath of my divorce. Like, essentially, what getting divorced is is a series of like guts on the floor conversations. Mm. No, Rodrigo, more on the floor. It's bad. It's also after a few glasses. Bad. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I don't. I will also, you know, for any potential suitors out there, I will like never raise my voice. I will never no. embarrass you. Like no. I'm just a solid communicator. Down ass chick. Yeah, like 
you will never have to worry about drama with me. Yeah. But I will also tell you to go fuck yourself and I will if leave. You it especially. I will leave and I will stay gone. You will never hear Ooh. from me again. Gone, I've, girl. I've never, <laughs> I will, I've never once texted. Girl, she gone. I never once drunk texted an ex ever. She gone, girl. Damn. Or texted an ex. Just period. Period. Yeah. Fire. Because... She gone. Girl, girl gone. <laughs> Alyssa, uh, what would you like to plug? Where can yeah. all the piggies follow I'm you? I'm plugging Go myself because yeah. I have nothing else to plug, plug and I'm yourself, looking girl. straight at the camera for this. <laughs> um, that sounded bad. <laughs> wait, what? I said plug girl, yourself, girl. Girl, you don't plug yourself. <laughs> girl, plug yourself. I just dropped my phone. Yeah, um, okay, so I'm plugging myself. I'm available nice. for all hired work. Mm. Um, I'm not also- all Not all. Not all. <laughs> All um that's that God. Oh, yeah. all um, work is sex work though. That's, <laughs> that's a fact. I yes, that is famously Larry's philosophy. Um also <laughs> yeah, I came up with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I just I'm open to talking to people about all sorts of opportunities. Also, like if you want to go on a date with me. Oh, don't fuck I'm it up. I'm single, but don't oh. fuck it up because you. She open for business. She's ready to stand on business. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like I'm at, you know, I'm kind of at a blank slate period in my life. And blank page. Get, in, get in on the space? ground floor. Oh, this is your opportunity. Get in while the getting is good. Yeah, that's honestly how I feel. Jordan Wolf right Like, here. don't miss <laughs> the boat. Going nowhere. Don't miss the boat. Uh, don't Belfort. miss the, Belfort. You are the Wolf of Wall I Street. Also, I also am just going to say, right like, getting in on the ground floor. <laughs> something that I'm happy about going into 2024 and just leaving 2023. Um, when shit like this happens to you, when you get laid off, you get divorced. You see who's there for you. Ooh. And like, and there wait. are some people who didn't check on me once, not a call, not an email, not a DM. <gasps> people who I thought liked me and cared about me and were my friends. They and aren't like, who we thought they were. I don't forget. Did we text you? We text you. I right. don't forget. You texted us. Oh yeah, we we, talk, we texted, but you invited me on the, the pod. The boys will be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like thank just, God that dinner happened the day or the week before you got laid off. <laughs> um, but I yeah, think it I gone down the same way. I think to so honest. too. I don't think I think it so been too. Anything. It would not have. Um, but <laughs> stop looking at me like that. I, yeah, look, it's water under the bridge, no, baby. No, no, growth. You're a um, gem, you're a peach. We couldn't but again, be happy with you. Couldn't, be here, couldn't have done it without you. Yeah. A girl never forgets. Oh, like shit. a goddamn so, elephant. Like Arya Stark. That is just something I'm going to put here. All right, well, that's a great place to end the podcast. I think yeah. so, too. Thank, thank, you, so thank you for coming on to Thanks for having me. The only podcast <laughs> Thanks for having your unemployed podcast. friend on the pod. At on a Tuesday. I mean, like, look, I don't have anywhere else to be. This is what your unemployed friend is doing at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> Alyssa. Thank you again. You're the Chef. best. Love you guys. Love you too. Love you forever. Take us out, Chef.